When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Live around Australia on SEN Track. Welcome to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound Track. Good evening and welcome to South Sundays here across the SCN network. Michael Thompson, Jay Bond and Mitch Bayer not too far away. And I'm going to hand it over now to Rob Popplestone. Poppy is on track with the first here at Sal in 60 seconds. Poppy, how are you? Yeah, going okay, thanks, Tomo. Yeah, the boys are up to their usual tricks, which is uh, always good to hear. Uh, we've got a good meeting tonight and I reckon one of the features, and I'll be interested to see what the boys think about it, but the Sale Cup prelude comes up as race eight, the last leg of the quaddy here at Sale. Uh, so we'll get a bit of a taste or a look-see at some of those dogs that will be, are likely to be competing in the Gold FM Sale Cup on Boxing Day later in the month of December. And the build-up to that is uh, going to be quite interesting. In fact, I reckon we would have seen a couple of dogs that competed last night on Melbourne Cup night at Sandown also uh, put up their paw for a, for a look at the Sale Cup. And I reckon when the boys get in, oh, I wouldn't mind getting their thoughts. In fact, Peter Johnson's going to take us through the pre-post market for the Sale Cup, which is out already, and get a bit of a feel as to, you know, what dogs we might start to hone in on early to try to get some some good value. But there's been some good racing, and as you say, we're not far away from race one uh, here at Sale. So over the 440, we've got the amb- Ambulance Auxiliary uh, as race one. The Ambulance Auxiliary are also our charity of the night. As PJ joins us, uh, Mitch and Jay Bond not too far away. PJ, but... Um, they, they haven't yeah. slept in again, have they? They slept in again. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Jay Burns, what, 200 metres from the studio? Yeah, not, not even, I don't not think. Even, yeah, I, right. I, he, he, can, he only has to hop and skip. He doesn't even have to jump, and he's yeah, there. Right. I think last time uh, Mitch reckons he got stuck in a traffic jam, wasn't yeah, it? it was so a car accident. Car it was accident? a traffic jam tonight. Who knows what it might be? Yeah, well, we'll just have to carry them again. Yeah, yeah, okay. we do. That. I was just saying to Tomo, who threw over these, that... Uh, we're going to have a bit of a look at the Gold FM Sale Cup later in this evening. We are. Yeah, you get to a little bit of a preview, and we're going to give the boys a little bit of money to throw out a, uh, an early selection. We'll yeah. throw some money on for charity. We will. Yeah, no, I look forward to doing that. But we're not far away from race one, Tomo. If you want to take the feed for race one for the Ambulance Auxiliary, uh, heat one over 440, mate, and then we'll come back to you after that. So they're just about ready. There's the green light for the opening race. Maiden event. Ready. Racing. Lucky Neo missed the start. Showing pace on the inside was Flossie Ann. Flossie Ann the leader. Unique Mundine's quickly running up to second. Third was Dr. Ernie. Then came Asava on the inside. He's trying to make a little bit of ground. Then came Elvin Rose. And well back there was falsely accused. And Lucky Neo coming up to the corner though. And Flossie Ann has snuck away on the corner about five lengths in front. And Flossie Ann is going to be too good. Getting up for second, Unique Mundine. Third was Asava. Then back on the inside was Dr. Ernie from Falsley. 
falsely accused. Well back in the field was Elvin Rose and Lucky Neo. And the time of the race is around 24.92. Yeah, I tell you what. Welcome to Sale Sundays anyway. So, you know, you get punished. You get punished when you do things wrong. 90 seconds late on I had Flossie Ann. I might not get another winner as I'm being molested by uh, Tomo yet again. He's just putting a sock there on the uh, on the microphone. I might not get another winner tonight, Peacock, as you arrive at the same time. And I've never missed it on tipping a $6 chance. So I'm not, I'm not, can't say I'm wrapped. No, it uh, hurts, doesn't it? Well, I, I like it's the a tough red. night, I reckon. Oh, no, yeah. Well, yeah. It, I, like the, I like the red in that and it went absolutely putrid. It didn't go a yard. Uh, was it on? Was it one of the debutants? No, no. It had a start last week, and oh, it, yeah. it drew the red. I thought, ah, oh, this thing will just win. I uh, heard a few good reports about it, but uh, yeah, I won't be touching it again. I'll tell you right now. One thing I reckon I've learned uh, about sale in particular is those ones. You know, I'm all about the SP profile, particularly with um, with greyhounds that haven't had many starts, maybe only one or two, but started short, uh, and you think to yourself, well, they must have ability, but. Sale seems to upend them. They sometimes these, these good ones they turn up with all the, with the big hype and everything. We've seen it with the Sirs on a couple of occasions, and I like to stay away from them. There's another one in the, coming up in like the uh, maybe the third, who's in a similar situation. I think I'm, I'm going to be staying away from it. But anyway, it's time for us to say welcome to the boys on track, Petty J and Poppy. How are you, lads? We've um, we've been carrying you blokes for the last couple of I hours. Am, so they're, they're I, the professionals, aren't they, Poppy? Well, I, I thought, I'm going to say, and I'm, I'm assuming I'm blaming here. the soccer. I'm blaming the Amy Park. Traffic again. My map said I was going to be here at 5.55, and then mm. the game ended, I think, at uh, quarter, to five, uh, quarter to six. Yes. Yeah, I was, 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 I, was, I, was, I delivered was a baby crowds. on the street at Sturt Street just now. <laughs> oh, personally, yeah, yeah, so. There was crowds <laughs> everywhere. It was, was like, just like ant holes. Big protest in town again too, I think. Was there a big protest <laughs> oh, today again or not? So, Jay Bond's 250-metre walk must yeah. have got stuck delivering yeah. a baby. Well, so. well, 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 that's, that's just well, when you see somebody in distress, and I just thought yeah. to myself, if anybody's going to probably do this, I'll do it. So, um, what a guy. Just, 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 just dragged across to the side of the street, and we've got a bit brand new bouncing yeah. baby boy. Um, yeah, but, but, and you know what? I'm still only here 90 seconds late, so you've got to think to yourself, that's fast work. I feel I've got nothing to apologise for, but I am pissed off at missing out on Divic Flossie Ann. I know you tried to deliver a baby once before, then you found out halfway through she wasn't pregnant. That was embarrassing. And I haven't been there for the birth of 35 of mine, unfortunately, but I hear they're all doing well. <laughs> hey, Joe, but you're sounding a bit croaky. Did you uh, did you do a bit of karaoke again last nah, night? a bit of croaky, croaky karaoke. By you know, I um I had, had a bit of a yeah, had a bit of a big night Friday night. It was wow. the HRV Harness Racing Victoria Christmas Party. Not really an an official one, but because we're not going to have an official one, I don't think we thought we might as well go to the valley and then kick on. But nice. I was saying last night on air. I was on. I was doing last night and. I reckon you just lose your fitness for being able to yell over the music when you're at a uh, at a venue because, it, you know, it seems to me that before the pandemic, I didn't finish every single weekend sounding like Barry White, but I do now for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why. Hey, Peacock, great to be in the studio with you. Hey, um, I've got to say, tonight uh, you should be sounding like and uh, moving like Barry White because J- uh, PJ was very happy with the fact that he collected some money from... Your quaddy last week, and we're going to uh, we're going to attack it a little bit uh, harder tonight, boys. We're going to attack it a bit harder, aren't we, PJ? We are, boys. We're going to put a bit of pressure on you, blokes, tonight. So oh, that's we've got right. a uh, we we've got pressure. a uh, Gold FM Sale Cup pre-post market 
um, just become available. So I'm going to get selections off you two guys, and we're going to have a little bit of money on those early. So we, uh, we're going to give you about 16 seconds of preparation time for this. Yep. Uh, that seems, so that get, seems more than enough, I would have thought. Yeah, it does. So uh, you both get a $50 hit on uh, oh. yeah, one, one selection each, pre-cut, pre-post, pre pre-heats, pre-anything. But the markets are out How now. much of a hit have we got? 50 bucks each. That seems uh, all right. You, you can go first. Are we doing it right I'm now? Getting, What's going on? No, no, no. no, no, no we'll, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a little bit of time. We'll give you all some right. time, mate. All right. Get Preparation. The, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, what? That, 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 that's more for us when we get down there. So uh, That's exactly right. Well, we actually just had no, a look at the balance sheet. It doesn't unfortunately, look good. Yeah, unfortunately, boys, you're 1,800 yeah. in the red, so yeah, you've yeah. really got to come up with something. I mean, J-Bond's been good uh, late. Uh, Mitchie was good early. Uh, mm. But we need you both to come good tonight. So I think we've only got two quarters since May. So, um, yeah, we probably rest our case a little bit. And there's a little bit of uh, catching up to Look, the I was, air, I, was, so. I was about to say, when I was out on Friday night, um, ran into some guys, they love sales Sundays. They're saying, geez, you boys are hot of late. You boys, and I'm not lying, they were, they were real big sales Sundays fans. Uh, they listen all Sunday to the thoroughbreds, obviously, and then they stick with us. And yet now we're getting uh, there's internal problems now because we've been told that we're in the red. I would have thought yeah. guys like this, particularly Poppy, <laughs> could probably find a way to make that money go away. If you know what I mean, do a little yeah. bit of yeah. back and forth, a little bit of laundering in the old spin yep. dryer, and then we'll come back and everything will be okay. Yeah. But apparently now we're under the pump. Leave it with me, boys. All Something right. can be organised, I'm sure. But tonight, integrity. Yeah, what's that word? There is none. Yeah, there yeah. is none. You've got you've got fifty bucks each, obviously, on the quaddy. You've got fifty bucks each for an early shot at the stumps for the uh, Gold FM Sale Cup on Boxing Day, and you've got the staying alive for six as well tonight. We, oh. it's actually been going off, fellas, the last few weeks. People are picking place getters each week. We're hoping that we could get it to jackpot a couple of weeks, and then you we, guys come good. We, we might yeah. have to wait a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to wait a little bit longer fine. for that. Yeah, oh, I reckon tonight's the night, boys. I've got yep. it's a, the sun, in the, your bones. Yeah, the sun's out. It's the the track's playing nice by the looks. That first time, twenty four ninety two for the four forties, pretty Jeez. quick. And I reckon uh, we saw that last week, didn't we, Mitch? Uh, we did some good times last week. So the track's in very very slick condition. So look forward to some really good racing. Oh, 20, we love it. Twenty four ninety two, no, and that, this is no comment on those. Uh, no, that's on those greyhounds, but that's that's quick for them breaking twenty five. Yes. Um, so. Flossie had gone 25-14, actually, so, but, but it, there's no doubt the last couple of weeks the track is racing very, very fast. I'm looking forward to that Amiga Dodge Dr. Slats contest a little bit later on in the night, which way we'll go there. The quad is going to be – it might not be tough to get, Peacock, but I reckon it'll be tough to make money out of. You're going to make all the – I think you've got to make all the right moves to make money out of the quaddie tonight. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're going to have to play – Either one way or another. Skinny-ish, and then I reckon the last leg I'm going wide. I'm going wide the last leg too. Yeah. Invictus Rising, I love the dog, but I wouldn't say he's a certainty from box five. Uh, and there's some good value in that race as well. I'm having one, two, three, four, five, just as a heads up for the uh, for the last leg of the quaddie. Okay. You're going a little bit wider. One more. Yep, the six. Yeah. The six is probably going to be my each way bet in that race. Okay, okay. I might have to All reconsider, right, well, but we'll be. But I, I think we'll be playing skinnyish early and then hoping for a little bit of value wide in that quaddy, boys. Yeah, well, we look forward to seeing what you come up with, boys. Hey, listen, last night too, Kablins oh, wins. Oh, in fact, Friday boy. night, Kablins wins the Melbourne Cup. Uh, I know my brother was very happy. Got on at eighteen to one early Ooh. Ooh. and had a little right dip, up. so he was very happy on the weekend. He's yep. uh, he's been in form lately. What did you? How did you rate the race on the back of? Us catching up with Luke Whelan prior to that race, if you recall, and uh, I, I guess Lakeview Walter was never probably going to be a factor unless something went wrong up front. But Kablin's just 
totally professional. Um, yeah, well, Lakeview Ultra was no chance at the start, was he? Because Aston yeah, Rupi no. wanted to push off the track. Yep. Um, uh, Walter was the meat in the sandwich. He got spat out to last. And from there, it was going to be pretty tough to mow down some leaders. And Kablenz, he's just so consistent earlier. We, yeah. we were, uh, I don't know if we were asked on this show or the Lids Fly, um, Jay Bon, about who our thoughts were for the Phoenix. Yes. Um, and we said... Uh, Kablenz. Kablenz. Yeah. We said it a long way out, actually. I reckon it was I've been saying it months, yeah, weeks and weeks we, we months. said it months yeah. ago. Um, and silly enough, I didn't even back him for the cup when I should have probably backed him in the 40s or 50s. I think, the, I th- I think the he abs- got out and goes. And- the absolute key here, and I've, I've spoken about this a couple of times, we have in, in the last few weeks. So you've got split times, boys. You know, you've got uh, first, second and third split, but it still doesn't tell you about that absolute ping 20 metre speed. No. And I'd love to get stats around that because that's what won the race. That's what wins him his races. Yeah, for like, sure. We're all talking about um, Aussie Secret and him and, and him wanting to push off and that might get in Kablenz's way. But at the end of the day, Kablenz clears them so fast that he got just got himself out of trouble. Now, yeah. that, that last 20 metres with him always is if there's a really, really good dog sitting on his hammer. La La Kiwi. But he wasn't sitting on his hammer. It Lala, was. But Lala yes, Ke- it was. No, it had to hunt through on the inside. It, it sort of had to make – if it had been right on Kablenz's back, it probably would have beaten him. Uh, on the home turn, I thought Lala Ke was definitely close enough. It was close enough, but you saw Japara the week before, right on your hammer. Yeah. And, and, yeah. He, and, he's, and he's vulnerable. But the thing is, he's always going to put himself in the spot. And that's the key with him. He's yeah. won two-thirds of his races. So 26 out of 39, exactly 66.67%. Now he's won his first Group One. He will get a, a slot somewhere. Do you listen to that in, this morning? In the Phoenix, no. Yeah, Dave Gill said he's going to the Phoenix. So he knows already. Is, is, yeah. he, is he is he favourite for the Phoenix? Has to be. He has to be on the back of that. Has doesn't he? to be. Having said uh, that, having said that, and I know yeah. I know he's a he's he's the fastest dog, but maybe not the best race dog. But Aston Ruby went absolutely enormous. No, I disagree. You reckon? It's, disagree. It's got itself into a horrible base? position and flown in the concluding stages. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. He didn't, did he win the race? No, this is what I'm saying. I prefaced it with he's not the no, best race dog. I didn't think he was enormous. At I all. thought he was really. I, yeah. I, I thought you can't go much he better was, than he went. He was awful compared to his last few starts. He'd because he didn't begin as quick. Yeah. yeah. But why, yeah. He, why did he want to shift so far up the track early? But I even said to you on Thursday night, he's beginning, but. He's, a, number one, he's never going to begin as quick as the Kablenz for a start. And, no. and two, I think he's been – some of those times where he stepped, a couple of other dogs have allowed it to look a little bit better than it was in terms of early speed. When you go into a Group 1 race final at the Melbourne Cup, if you haven't got that down pat, you will get exposed. And he got exposed there to some degree. I still don't – hey, opinions are like assholes, but I reckon yep. everyone's got one. But I, I thought – under the circumstances, he went great, yep. and I would still. Who's got him? Is that um, Ramsey? No. Uh, uh, Border, Ray Border. Border's got him. He so owns him. I, I, I think it would be. Uh, yeah, I'm still. Wasn't happy. I wouldn't be ruling him out. Why? Oh, he's just the performance. No, he just wanted to win. Yeah, of course you did. I think <laughs> everyone wanted wasn't to win. Happy he didn't win. I tell you, who I backed Kinson Bale, who actually did a really, really good job as well. I spoke to Corey Grenfell uh, after the race. I was on course. Yeah, uh, I spoke to him after the race. He was he was wrapped with the run, but he was filthy with uh, the one pushing off and clipping him because he reckons he was a massive chance to get really across. get a yeah really hold a position if uh, Aussie Secret didn't give him a good old clip on the first turn. You know what though, you can't beat early speed and David Gill with Ferdinand Boy and then now with Kablenz, you you, you don't. 
rely on luck when you've got that no. early pace out of the box, haven't you? It's 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 really up. It's up to what the, whether the dog's got the strength as well as the speed to hang on. Whereas if you if you're behind Kablenz, you're well one. You need to chase him down, but two, you probably need to find your manoeuvre your way through two or three dogs, and that always requires a touch of luck. I. I'll say, and I know people will disagree with me, and he deserved his win on Saturday night. I believe he will. He, I don't think he's going to be the greyhound that's just going to go out and win every group one he's going to, he goes in because he, there's going to be enough times when a very, very fast dog is going to be close enough to him to beat him. But it was a great win. Well done to David Gill. He's won again. He's done it a couple you, of times. Yeah. Uh, and, boys, can you believe that he, can't, he came within a lip of not even being in that field? Yep. Within yeah. a lip. Absolutely. Of not even being and, in and, that and field. And according to our, our system... Maybe he shouldn't have, maybe he wouldn't have been there if he'd lost that little ballot. Yeah, correct. Yeah. The, the thing the thing is, and I know you said that um, he might make some of these finals, but you might not necessarily win them all. Uh, if he's in the group finals, he's winning more than he's losing, I'll tell you right now. Based on the simple factor that he's out in front and he jumps. When yep. you've got eight very fast dogs going into a first turn, it it'll take a very, very good dog to get the dream of all dream runs to bow him down. I, yeah. I, I mate, you, for day number one, you know what, you've been following Grey and racing a hell of a lot longer than I have, and you very well might be right. His strike grade to me says he's won 26 of 39. That was his first group one. Yep. I just, I, his last 20 or 30 metres, he's, I reckon, in those good races over 500, he's always going to give somebody a chance. And the thing is, he might hold them off more often than not, and yes, he's going to be in the spot more often than not. I just think he's going to give somebody a hope. And if it's if it's there's probably five dogs going around. If they were there, cheeky bonbon going around in the next at Richmond. By the way, he's going to yep. have a big chance at seven fifty. Cheeky bonbon, um, but only time will tell. Like I said, this is the great thing about racing. We're going to find out. He's going to yeah. be in plenty of Group One races. Yeah. The, what what the, distance the Phoenix compared to the five twenty five? Ten meters longer. Okay. Yeah, might, right. might make might, all the difference. Won't, won't, won't make any reasoning. difference. Won't make no. any okay. difference. The thing no, is, all... the thing is... All right, so I'll give well, you... I love the Phoenix, but the Phoenix field is not going to be as strong as the Melbourne Cup field. Why? Well, I... Oh, actually, with the Queensland no situation yeah. and all the rest of it in the WA, we, yeah, we're not... Okay. That, this is... Fair point. So this is the thing, right? You you were talking about if that last 20 metres, there's dogs that can pick him off. Those dogs are usually super strong, a slow early. So they're going to be getting caught up. They are. Yeah, name yeah, name no, me a no. dog that's blistering and super strong at the same time. I'll just ask you this. Where would you rate Japara in the top 20 dogs in Australia? Probably wouldn't feature. And yet he had, he had his back and he was able to go dead heat with him in a heat, the Melbourne Cup. He, norm, he almost didn't make the final because of it. Yeah. And you reckon he's not in the top 20. So that's my point. No, but I just think Kablenz didn't have his, it wasn't his night that night. You know what? Good dogs like good athletes he just went, know when their Cajun's there. And that's what happens. That's, it's, that's, they lift. They lift. And yeah. I, I think, and I, I don't know. And he'll, get his, and he'll get his opportunity to prove it. I, I, yeah. Look, I love the dog. That's his first, yeah. that's his first crack at a group one, and he's won it. Mm-hmm. Now, now yeah. if, if, if he goes on and wins the Phoenix, and then, and then there's going to be stacks. He'll race in a lot of group one races, and at the end of the day, we'll all know. There's going to be evidence to tell us whether he's Michael Jordan and he's a winner and he gets there and he would fight against a very fast one that was lobbed right in his back under the right circumstances or 
or he'll get picked off late a few times in you know some he, of these big races. You know we'll find plays, out. You know he only placed once in his first four starts, Kablenz. Yeah, and then he went on an absolute killing spree, yes? Yep, he went on absolute tear. And then the time that he's been beaten, he has, well, he's virtually led it in virtually every race of his career, hasn't he? So yeah. he's going. he has been picked off 13 times already. Yeah, but you just need to come good at the right time. Look at incentivised to use a thoroughbred example, uh, beating a Toowoomba first up 15 lengths or Gold Coast. But the fact is he he, he came good at the right time of the year and mm. took almost all before him. Now, Kablenz, has he has he peaked? No. Uh, th- th- no, I, I agree with you, Mitch. I don't think he has. I think his next two starts are probably going to even be better than well, the, the Melbourne Cup. We're, we're going to work out whether he's Hariba or his nature strip, aren't we, in, in, the, in, yeah, in due course. Yes, so tonight, are. for those who aren't familiar, we have a sweep again. This is week six of our SEN Greyhound sweep. Tonight, two people will have a chance to go into Saturday's final to be the sixth person to have a stake in the SEN Greyhound. Well done last night. Last night was won by Kev the Carpenter. Kept really? the government have got the 1% share. When you hear the Sugar Babes, this is not FM radio, we promise, we need you to text in your name, number, email address, and the code word Phoenix. Don't do it yet, please. Thank you. The Sugar Babes won't play yet, but it's a spontaneous moment and could play at any time tonight. Sail every day for the Woburn and Grey's Bistro. More debates, more winners, more love coming from you for, from the SEN Track Studios. Sail Sunday straight after this break. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sail Sundays. Sail Sundays, bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sail Greyhound Track. Welcome back to Sail Sundays across the SEN network, including 11 and 16 SEN and the SEN track stations across Australia. Lots of texts coming in. Kev the Carpenter. Yeah, thanks for the 1%. Can't believe I missed the race. It was a family night with the wife and kids. That, that's good. You've got to have them sometimes. Not Saturday night when you might win a 1% share there next time, Kev. No radio on. Spewing, I missed it. It's all good, mate. You're in. And lots of texts to get through, but we've got to raise it sail in three minutes. I just want to say that was a pretty good debate to start the show. It was great. I liked it. Enjoyed it. My, yeah. my Hariba nature strip analogy was also as, second to none. Oh, like you don't, you, you don't get better than that. That was a feature. That was a feature. Yeah. That was a feature. I felt. As we went to a break, I got a message from uh, <laughs> the great bloke in Trent Langscale. Yes. Mm-hmm. He said, second year in a row that a Top Gun reserve has won the Melbourne Cup. It's interesting, oh, isn't it? Because I had quite a few actually heated arguments with a couple of Graham people as to my thoughts on the Top Gun and that Kablen should have been in it. And they said, oh, well, he hasn't won group races and this and that. Well, the Top, Gun's like the, uh, yeah, the best dog in Victoria. The Top Gun's like the miracle mile we used to be in harness racing, the only selected race, yeah. hand-selected race. That's I couldn't not, believe he wasn't in it. Um, it's, I'll tell you what, weirdly, it might end up being a masterstroke for the Meadows because it's, now he's going to the Meadows for revenge in the Phoenix to say even more, you know. Um, I, I could have gone maybe Top Gun, Melbourne Cup, Phoenix, who knows, but um, it's always going to create you know, debate who gets selected and who doesn't for the Top Gun. When we when we were asked months ago who our thoughts were for the, the Phoenix, we mentioned Kablenz. Mm. He did, Watchy, yes. Watchy was the same. He was very keen on Kablenz. Yeah. And there is a reason why. I'd, he, I've, he even, out, I've even been yeah. saying it for months. And he gets out and goes. Yeah. He absolutely. And then I spoke to... Is someone you want I for spoke, a race like this? I spoke to Fitz about three weeks ago and he goes, have we got any idea about... Who, who SEN's going for? And I said, mm. no, nah, no idea. No idea. Sounds like they do now. So, um, race two? Yep. Oh, now, in this race here, I like... But Jason Thompson first starter's probably got a win, doesn't it? I'll tell you why. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. I've got the seven, yes. Thompson first starter. You know, if you never say in race multi, I actually thought if the seven gets out... It's on debut, but if it gets out well, it might carry the eight across. And the eight, I reckon, can run top three. So maybe if you don't want to take the $1.60... 
We might have an old SRM here with seven to win and eight to run top three. Goodbye, I'd Ben. It, I'd duck it on the tote. Yeah? The, th- the seven, I'd duck it on the tote. I reckon it'll get out to uh, two bucks. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that I... I I thought they might keep truckloading it. On, on face value, it does not look a strong race. If this greyhound's no. got ability, he should be winning. I'm, I mean, I'm interested to see how Stocky's Billy Stockdale's Same. dog might go, drawing the two. Yep. I'm going to – I'd be going with – Anything that, more yeah. you want to say about that? I'd be going no, with the same no, race no, no, with Ruddy. I'm starting to rate Billy Stockdale, that's all. I'm, I know he would have shown the dogs the track, that's for certain, but I, I, I don't know. So we're going to talk. The talking point tonight sure. is going to be about mispronunciations, and there's a start uh, for certain. Uh, <laughs> for sure, I'm not for certain, but I like Stockdale. He's nice man. He not for certain what he, he does, must have been, but must have been looking at someone wearing a nice shirt on. Dogs, eh? Yeah. Someone wearing a nice shirt in a line of poppy. It was wearing a shirt that looked like a curtain. Tommy, Tommo rang me today and he said, hey, listen, we're going to talk about <laughs> mispronunciations. He said the same thing to me and I thought, yeah. I, can't, I, was, I was lying in bed watching a black hole documentary and I, was, I thought, I'm gonna, I could go you here, Tommo, but instead I'm just going to have a little think about when I've mispronounced <laughs> things before. Mispronunciation there, Tommo, yeah. uh, for future. <laughs> Get some verticality about uh, your son. Race two and sail. Race number two on the card. And Peter. <laughs> that's where it comes from. There's actually one in, one so that's a little bit like that in the, in the in harness race that we'll get to. Whole Warba. Whole Warba. Out to 170 now. There's the green line. Out to 180. Ready for a start. Interesting. There's Sep. Racing. Jimmy got oh. away fairly well. It's showing good pace now to go up toward the lead. Same race is on the right. outside was Goodbye Ben. Goodbye Ben, the leader from on the outside, Orange Ruffy. Seven should slide and beat Jimmy it still. And third, yeah. the favourites working to it now. Then for the back was Little same racer. On the inside, oh. Sangroper, oh. Grant's Treasure coming up to the corner. And on the inside, it's Goodbye Ben. The outside was Jimmy no. taking the lead narrowly. Goodbye Ben is kicking back strongly though. And Goodbye Ben. Oh no. Oh. Third was Orange Ruffy. Then for the back came Charlie. That The outside, Sangroper. Oh. I don't know what to say about that. I feel like I get a quarter mark for finding goodbye, Ben, but bet it the wrong way. I tell you what, I tell you what, the debutant is, is well, he's fair. He can cough that up, hasn't he? No, I don't think so. The clip at the top of the straight killed him. But he, he, yeah. he looked like he still nah. got balance and went after the eight again, didn't matter. he? You lose momentum there. It is very tough. You take momentum into that turn, you just you can put him to the sword. Time only twenty five forty seven, so a big drop on the wow. uh, on the first race there. But um, half second slower. A there was a bit of interference. Yeah, there was a good win. It's a good by Ben though, and a great start. Crucially, was able to get across and put himself in the spot. And he was staying out of the interference. Orange Ruffy for the fish lovers gets in for third. So descending numbers, opposite race book order eight seven six race two at sale. I'll get to a couple of these texts because there's been a fair few come in already. Uh, Jacket Langwarren blaming the Slovak hamburgers that I had at the Yu Yangs yesterday, potentially. Uh, I'm sure, actually, our man probably would have had some of those uh, Balkan hamburgers <laughs> at Jake. different times. There's Jake. Uh, what, what's he said here? Watch those accents, Jason. Yeah, no, I'm, I think I'm, I'm just going to be a little bit careful, but I still want to throw them in every now and then. And I've got an opportunity there. That was a handball segue situation. Any tips I can lick tonight? Yep. Go. You. You, you're probably more confident than me tonight, Peacock. So away you go. Well, you tell me. You tell me your thoughts on some of these tonight. All right. You I like... thought. I thought uh, bearish. Race five, number one. Race five, number one. Yes. Just wins. Last start. Oh, if it goes it like it did last start, it should should win. Just wins. Yep. Um, and my other best of the night was race nine, number one, Blazing Norman. Yeah, I, I actually had it dead as my best. Yep. Blazing it's Norman. My best. It so is, there you go. It is my best of the night. Uh, and then. 
I've been very tempted to take a three-legger, mm-hmm. and that is with a mega dodge. Really? Which is, right, which is? Race six, number eight. Race six, number eight. Yeah, actually, I like him drawn out there. Yeah, his run last week was I like super. him drawn out there too. But Dr. I, Slats. For, ra- uh, for, for a race at that level, there's not a heap of early speed. So I reckon Slats. The speed's drawn inside. Yeah, Slats will. Well, it's a two and the five, I reckon. It's a two uh, doctors. Dodge was massive last week. Oh, he's, he's massive every week. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's like shot out of a cannon every single time he enters a sales train. Yeah, you I don't know. see him, and all of a sudden, yeah. then he just flies. He, he jumps through the sky screen he in wins your face. Tonight because there's speed in one, two, three, and they'll all be like. There's some pressure in there. He'll just camp on them. Interesting. I thought um, at a touch yeah, of value. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Blazing Norman, best of the night. And I reckon I reckon Zeki will win race 10. We'll be off air, but I reckon Zeki no, can win race I 10. I didn't look past race uh, 9. Well, you got to because you've got to have staying alive for 6. So you've got to get one more race out of, out of you at some point. Uh, that was the other one I found. But it's a tough night. I did think Dr. Slats will probably Whatever I say was one that I thought might be a touch of value as well. It's only about $4 or something in the, in the last leg of the quarter race 8. Yep. So all up, what are you thinking? All up, race five, number one, race six, number eight, race nine, number one. Yep. If you do the three-leg multi, all up, what price are you looking at? I'll tell you, you right now. We've got 220 for bearish. Yes. Uh, we've got 320 for the Dodge. Yes. And you've got 240 for Norman. Okay. That's, 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 pretty, that's actually pretty good, isn't it? Bit of Eddie. Did you, you, did you see my multi today on uh, Twitter, Joe Bon? No, but I saw your grey and crispy. Do you have a crispy duck? No. Oh, I was going to say. Somebody, well, I saw it one last night and it was... Did it? Yeah, it didn't, oh, didn't get a text. But uh, so you're multi-lot? I, I put up a three-leg multi today uh, at Hillsville. Race two, number seven, Demon Flyer. Yes. At 340, tick. Race four, number one, Alcinda. Yes. Race eight, number four, Samba Chief. Each way, paid 650 and one. Have a look at this for uh, Alcinda, mate. The I, one... I'm going to have a small tip that one. it didn't win. Oh! 0.001 of a length got done by the skinnier nose, and that was a $68 multi. I got done by a 68 bucks. I got done by a lip in the last bound at Melton last night for about a $2,000 collect. I found a $26 winner in the second leg of the early 20. Backed it, Adele. Hi, I'm Adele. Hi, I'm Adele. Um, so we got that up at 26 bucks for Karen Manning. And then in the last leg, I had a decent bet on a horse called Monomia. Leads, leads, leads everywhere bar, bar the post. And then the one that got the softer run, uh, Dive Bomb. So it's a great game. All right, some of these texts and more. Have you been oh, – well, I'll get to Peacock in a moment about uh, – I want to ask you. In, uh, in Tenpin Bowling, because Roy from Templestowe is going down to the uh, Churnside Park lanes tonight. Anything from you, Bobby, of, uh, a bowling uh, I, score? Uh, 222 at Chadston Bowling, and I reckon I was about 28. Yeah, 212 for me. Yeah. You so might, so Peacock might not 10. have been because he doesn't listen to music, he doesn't watch uh, movies. It's Greyhound Racing working his like ass off. 150 max. Yes. I'm not, I'm not the greatest of 10 pin bowlers, to be honest. No, I'm not the greatest either. I, in fact, that was just a, a one off. Yes, my one dad, off my dad would consistently get in the 200s. I'm a 120, 130. Yeah, well, I'm a 120 to, to 130 normally. Like competitively. Really? Yeah. She's your dad. Tony's, Tony's, Tony's quite the man, isn't he? And how often yeah. does it it's happen? His birthday the other day. Uh, I saw that. How yeah. often does it happen, though, that... Uh, and pe- you know, they say all men were made equal. But some people seem to be good at a lot of things and some people are not really good at anything. Anyway, that's uh, that's tough for them, but Tony's not one of them. He's, he's one that's good at everything. What's those accents, Joe? Yeah, I will. Um, I came third in last night's Phoenix, so desperate to get a share. Uh, Peter at Muda Bay declaring he will... Um, 
Uh, how do I put this nicely? Elite complains is defecation if required. I don't think we need to go that far. Yeah, uh, maybe no. for that very last percent, we might create some sort of um, some sort of fear factor game, but not at this stage. I would have thought. I think we'll stay away from that. Have we got all the normal elements tonight, guys? We have. Yeah, we've got the quiz ready to go. The Jay Bond quiz. Yes. Uh, it's not too bad tonight. Couple of little tricky ones Curly in there. Ones. We've got we've got a little uh, a little tricky quiz for Mitch tonight as well. So we've got the Ooh. serious quiz. For you, Jay Bond, and we've got a uh, a little tricky one, haven't we? I know. Pete? I tell you what, it is tricky because I uh, I failed dismally. Yeah. Dismally. Yeah. How many questions are there in this quiz? Five. Five. Uh, so how many did you get, Paddy? Uh, zero. Sale every day for the award-winning Grey's Bistro. <laughs> it's on for a break. We'll be back soon. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound Track. Welcome back to Sale Sundays, bringing you all the info on Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound track. And there's some good texts coming in. Kate, one can't wait for the J-Bond fill-up after he said tough card. It, it does happen like that sometimes. Michael said 275, his best for the 10 pin. And Mitch had the 150 with the bumpers up from Jake at Lang Warren, just having a little dip. But he, I'll tell you what, he's looking after the sponsors at the moment, tucking down a little bit of a wrap and also some chips from the great McDonald's, the Golden Arches, Peacock. Yeah, I'm starving, mate. Haven't eaten a thing all day. Been working crazily at home. Um, and do you ever get that just like where you just want to get something done, but you just don't stop for a break? I'm all, I reckon I'm. I reckon I'm always better at everything like that. Yep. Quite often I'll do even the uh, even the form. So the for, the Saturday night form for the trots comes out on Tuesday. I'll go till four o'clock in the morning just just to get it done in one everything in one big patch. Write the whole thing up because I find when I stop. Same with same track. same with the outside work, side like track. yeah. So do I. And and that's and that's when you look outside and you see a half landscaped backyard because yeah. you're just like I, ne- I never got back to that. So yeah. you might as well just do it while you're firing. Well, I was mowing the lawns and then whippersnipping and whatnot down at the dogs, then galloped the dogs and uh, made the feed up and whatnot. And then uh, I think I oh, reckon I went up to the house for about five minutes, grabbed a little bit of coconut water, and looked through the fridge and there was nothing there, like absolutely nothing, and I couldn't be bothered cooking something. So I thought, no, nah, back to work. Went down there and um, finished off what I could, but, yeah, thought better order something to eat because I'm absolutely starving. Two minutes away from the third sale, and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Damo Watson and the great Poppy joining forces yesterday morning. Damo was <laughs> – I asked Damo, he said he went down to sale, and I said, did you run into the great Popplestone? And he says, yes, I saw the Lenko. I saw him down there. We did a little bit of work together, so we might find out about that soon, but we need a tip for race three at sale. First of all, please, Peacock. All right. Um, I was with Thompson's here, Sandy Camp Road, based on its uh, original form from Shepparton. Pretty hard to go against, I thought. But that'll do. Neo had some all right form, bit of late money coming for it now. Uh, Athena's uh, first three starts were okay. I was interested to see if there was any money coming for the four or the eight, but to be honest, there hasn't been much support at all. So um, I'm going to be with Thompson's here. He wouldn't be holding on to it if it's uh, no good and... Yeah, showed enough on debut. I'm conce- okay. I'm conceding that it might blow them away. I'm going with Athena. Yeah, so I'll take you on a little bit of head-to-head here. It wouldn't surprise me if Sandy Camp rode, but I think this is a pseudo-similar situation that we saw in the first event. Um, so Sandy Camp Rhodes had the two goes. Last time out at Warrigal over the 400, didn't begin that flash from box two, got itself into a bit of trouble. It's been beaten pretty comprehensively. Um, oh, sorry. 
Uh, got itself into trouble both times, as a matter of fact, at Shepparton, I should say. Been beaten relatively comprehensively. Been in the market both times. Oh, it was a tough series, but... Uh, no doubt. No doubt. But I just think... I'm just looking at it saying, if you don't begin well again here at sale, it's just not a great recipe for success. Athena, I reckon, it's not... It's not an overly quick race early, but I think Athena can get up on the speed from box, uh, what will be, well, box seven with the vacant one in five. And I'm going with Athena for the number one trainer in that part of the world, the former Prime Minister of this country, Billy McMahon. Quickly before we get to the race, what was going on there? You were hosting uh, you were hosting something for our friends at SEN Trek Latrobe Valley in South East Gippsland, Poppy. I was, Joe Bond. Yeah, they had a bit of a gap to fill. So, yeah, filled in alongside Damien Watson at the Doesn't mind filling your gap now, Poppy, when, when, when required. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah a gap yeah, filler. That's right. Yeah, don't even he's have to polys, be polys, yeah. I, uh, yeah it, was, it was a good day. Yeah, we, we had good fun. So, uh, look, it was a lot going on. The great outdoors, I think it was a 4 by 4 expo. So, around about two or 3,000 people through the gates. And we had a good chat. There was plenty of sporting topics to talk about, obviously. And, uh, you know, Tim Payne was obviously leading the way in, in the chats. And, yeah. Uh, Actually, PJ and I were having a good chat about that the day before, weren't we? Yeah, no, we certainly were. Up. What's your thoughts, boys? What do you reckon? Is he hard done by? Oh, yep. Are we talking about the pick that he's anyway? We'll talk. We'll, get, we'll come back. <laughs> no, we're not, we'll do. We're not talking about the pick. Okay, he's hard, race he's hard done by. Yeah. Race three, Sal. There's no doubt he's hard done by, but we'll talk about it straight four after years, this event. Four years ago, like, come on. Yeah, ridiculous. There's a lot. That, by the way, that's when it's rude and it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So this probably will be a, the third an easier Have you met Damo before, Poppy? I had. No. no. Were you surprised by what you saw after hearing the voice? Green light on, uh, set to go for race three. Yes. No, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're ready. A lot of people think he's 51. About to go. <laughs> Racing, <laughs> Sandy Campbell about third away, and then got a oh, bit of a the check and be hard to beat. out wide. That'll do Neo. That'll do Neo, the leader, going up to second. I'll go, Sandy Camp. And Sandy Camp Road's getting going now. Then for the back came Athena. Well back was uh, River Raging toward the That's tail. Was thing, isn't it? With Sweet Kathleen up to the corner and tearing away. That'll do Neo. That'll do Neo about four lengths clear of the favourite Sandy Camp Road. That'll do Neo. Yeah. That'll do one by three lengths. Sandy they, had, they came for it late, didn't they? They did. 390. Um, and uh, Mr. Neo going around a little bit later as well, same camp, obviously. It's coming to $3.40, so well done. We need to get it on. Well, I've only had a couple of races missed the first one. I got the winner when it was too late to come here and tip it. But anyway, we'll get moving straight after this, and we'll also get to some of our features. But Tim Payne, so what did you boys have to say when you're having your little chat together? Oh, we thought it was hard done by Look, I guess at the, and this is what Damien and I were chatting about as well on the back of mm. PJ. And I, like, where is the line? Where is the line of being inappropriate? And how does it affect a sportsman like Tim Payne? Where, where is that line? And who determines the line? It seems as though the media and the public determine what's appropriate and not not the organisation or the team. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, th- I don't think... So that, I guess there's two layers to this, isn't there, Peacock? I actually don't think it's the public even get a say. It's the fear of a public yep. reaction. And it's not even a fear of... In a democratic society, right. it's not a fear of more than 50% of the population. No. It's a fear of even having... It's a, it's, it's a fear on socials, isn't it? It's basically a fear that you're going to get smashed for... A series of days or maybe even weeks on socials, and it might only be a small vocal minority, but that's that's the fear. So I, I don't think it's actually the people. But the other side of this is, I mean, why do we why we, why do we even have internal investigations about these things for a start? If if you get cleared on the internal investigation, and then you're so worried about the public reaction. Now, Tim, Tim Payne obviously fell on his own sword to some degree, but I'm sure with plenty of advice that. 
he had to. Um, the, the, now that it was coming out, it's public. But I, I also just don't understand, and I don't know the full details, but how people make decisions, particularly years after incidences, and say, I think now's the time to destroy your career and your legacy yeah, and, and your, your life. And your life, yeah. Like, I mean, it was two, 2017. We are, I mean. we are rewarding, Peacock, vindictiveness and revenge. We're basically saying if you if you were... If, you, if you're feeling in a really vindictive mood and you've got something on somebody, yep. and everybody's mm. got something on somebody, oh, let me tell sure. you, yep. some people have got things on lots of people, yep. that, you, that if you're in a bad mood yep. or things aren't going well for you, you can press the button on that at any time and you can yep. explode someone's life. That can't be that can't be a good world, a good situation, no, can it? No, it's not. That's crap. No. Absolutely. When I heard it was four years ago, I thought, who's, who's thrown this out there? Like, who's caused it all? Because for as much as we knew, there was nothing had gone on. Mm. No one knew. But, but what did go on, really? I, I, I mean, okay, you can question someone's morals, but do you uh, – how does that – I don't know. I, look, I, I think it's every, everyone, yeah, so now so he's not gonna, He won't play cricket again now. No, he won't. No, no, he's not done. Test level. He, he, I, 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 he I, won't I, be able to walk out of home. But I think, I think the bigger deal is not that he, he's 36 years of age and he's at the end of his career and all the rest of it. The bigger problem is at a time where Australian cricket was imploding on itself, he was an amazing leader. Somebody who was able, who stepped in, who who didn't have the um, the swagger of a David Warner or the record of a Steve Smith, but was able to actually unify the team again and get them through the hardest period, nearly in the history of Australian cricket. And yet, everyone's going to forget about that now, Poppy. Exactly right. That's the problem. And, 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 and another thing, though, let me ask you: Why is it that every Australian captain cries lately? Why, yeah. why the, I mean, when Kim Hughes cried back in the eighties, it was something quite unique. Now. I've got I've got Steve Smith as a blubbering mess. I've got David Warner as a blubbering mess. I've got Tim Payne as a probably, blubbering mess. A lot of it's probably due to social media. It, it, look, it probably is, but I, I don't get it. Poppy, they also don't make them as tough as they used to. No, I, I don't. Seriously. I think you're right. Everyone's been wrapped. Ninety-eight percent of the population these days doesn't call a spade a spade. They wouldn't know what happens when they no. get when a spade does get called a spade. And but they're we, wrapped in cotton wool. Different, different. Yep. We were probably just brought up. Now, this is the problem. Yeah, okay, a little bit older and all the rest of it, but just brought up in a different time where you were like, um, you know, I mean, you can cry, but but only really pick yeah. your moment. Like, it has to be something truly unbelievably tragic and all the rest of it. Um, but also, you do wonder, and I'm not saying anybody's uh, being duplicitous or being public relations here, but I think... People know now that if, like, it, you get more sympathy from these very same people, they they basically want to see you break, don't they? they so, don't, so yeah. if they see you break, you, that, that they forgive you quicker because it's almost like we got what we wanted. I used to work in the Channel 10 newsroom in Adelaide, and this is no word of a lie, and this is part of the reason I eventually got out, was they would there would be a tragedy on the roads, like a, like a serious death on the roads, a family killed. They would send you out and they'd say, try to get tears, try to get tears. Yeah. Try to get a relative. We need tears to lead for our lead, so that they can pre-promote the program and have a person breaking down. It's it, look, it's a sick old world out there, mate. It's a sick yeah. old there's, world. There's no doubt about it. And, and I don't think the media, uh, I don't think the media within, they don't feel as though they're doing anything right. On the outside now, looking back, I could tell you some horrific stories, uh, and I will when we catch up. But it's just the, the media at the moment are under the spotlight and they're getting probably what they deserve as well. So, uh, okay, they broke Tim Payne this time and the next 
person better be well prepared, I tell you right now. There's a few texts coming in. I'll get them quickly. Um, and then we're going to get to uh, Safs and also Quaddies as well. Um, yes. So there's, there's a couple here about the Tim Payne situation. James Mbundura saying, let's not be confused. Tim Payne has, hasn't been suspended. He stepped away voluntar- voluntarily, hasn't he? Yep. Sort of. I'd say sort, sort of. of. He has. He has. Yes. But, you know, plenty of people step, step away voluntarily when they're told that, you know, You've got two choices. Why did uh, you step down as captain of Australia over a text message that you didn't believe was wrong? And, I mean, you know, you were cleared uh, initially unless there was some pressure applied. You just wouldn't yeah. do it. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. And, and, and there's, pl- there's plenty of others here, and I understand them. Uh, one text is saying, you know, that this has been done to death. Let's get back to the tips. And we will yeah, in a true. second. But yeah, like, it's, just, it, it's just we haven't had a chance to, to chat about it. So we are. And you're telling me, guys, if you lost a job that you love, you wouldn't cry. Nah, no. I've lost a couple of jobs. I don't I sort of, yeah, I don't think I have lacrimal ducks, though. I, I, I'll have to get tested. Um, Rightio, do you want to get stuck into quaddies yeah, at this point? Yep. I'll, yeah, I'll I'll I want to give a quick tip for Richmond. I like the 7. It's 210. I can't believe it's 210. If it uh, is strong enough in the last, uh, what have we got? Uh, it was 330. Last 70 metres, then it should be winning this. It's a fast animal. Which number do we like? The 7. Good old, uh, Sweet Venom. All right. We're getting $2.10 about Sweet Venom. Uh, you want to do your quaddy first? Yep. Go for it, Van right. Now, this is going to be this is going to be pricey. Okay. Right. Happy, right. happy with that. One Money's four, no object. One four, <laughs> one four six. One four six. Two four eight. Two four eight. One three four six eight. Oh, here we go. One three four six eight. One two three four five six. Wow, here we go. Okay, this is going to be pricey, this. All of a sudden, money is <laughs> And the worst thing is you weren't warned. <laughs> 45 times 6 is... Uh, to, okay, so you're going to end up with just short of 20%, yep. I'm guessing. That's, that's almost my, my quality numbers, is that isn't right? it? 6%, so it's between yeah. 6 and 20. <laughs> I'll tell you that's what, about. a couple of those roughies get up and we're paying monstrous. All right, all, all right. right. What so, about you, J-Bond? So here's mine. I'm going 136. 136. 258. Oh, okay. Two, five, eight. Six and eight. Just six and eight. Whereas oh, uh, eBay what? went one, three, four, six, eight. What have I missed well, you, there that I should have on? Yeah, in you, your opinion. You believe yourself, Mitch, that those two have got a chance? Yeah, but oh, you can't rule out <laughs> uh, the others. Goodness me. Okay. No, I can't. I, 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 there, I, I can't in the other legs either. Yeah. Um, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three. Four, five, nine, eighteen times five is ninety. So you're going to be around about forty-five percent. Beautiful, something like that. All right, sounds good. We're going to put those two on, and maybe after the next race, race four, we'll put on your staying alive for six. six. Um, Unless you're ready to go now. Uh, we'll go in a minute. I, there's just a bit coming through. There's a couple of different texts about caveman attitudes with no crying, all of this, all of this, and just um, back off the the hardest. It's look, I, I don't. Personally, that's not what I'm getting at. I, I think you can cry. It's not like I've never cried in my life, I've, but I've cried when really, really, I guess, horrible situations. And I, I guess there's still part of me that, that, uh, how do I say this? That I, I like the idea of humans. This isn't about being hard, but keeping really, really private stuff private. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's all. I'm not saying you can't cry. If you want to go home into the arms of your loved ones. And have a good cry. I reckon, I love that. That's 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 great. And you and you want to and the people who you know love you and you know know you and you know them. That's a special situation. And you should be able to do anything. You should be able to peel off every layer that you want to with those people. 
I probably just got raised more in the or in the time of really, 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 really private stuff. Yes. Uh, you're allowed to keep that to yourself to some degree. That's all. Really. I think that, that's yeah. what we're saying, isn't it, Bobby? Uh, look, I, I agree 100%. But, you know, Mitchie's been brought up uh, with the younger generation, but he's come through and still probably got the... The, uh, the the standards probably of his father more than he has of the current generation. generation and, yep. and that is that, you know, a man's a man and a woman's a woman. Yeah, and uh, uh, Michael's saying, I'm crying, I haven't met Jason Bonington in the flesh yet. Well, there's always time, Michael, so wipe those tears from your eyes because uh, it will happen at some point. Uh, just, uh, it, it really frustrates me, some, some of the stuff you hear, some of the stuff you see. Like, and people are pretty quick to jump on everyone. That's that's, doing that's the bit that's, that I hate the most. That's the thing that does my absolute head in. Yeah, I hate it. And somebody here said, when, why does it matter when it occurred? If you do the crime, you do the time. See, there's a lot of crime. This is my pop point, I think. It's not a crime. But, but also, if every, if everyone who jumped on everybody else looked at themselves and said, have I ever stuffed up? Have I ever made a wrong decision? Have I ever, have well, I ever done something that I'm not proud of? Everyone has a list. You know... As long as you're armed. All... There's an easy, there's an easy way of looking at it. Yeah. Of anything in in life, put yourself in that situation. Just flip it around. Put, put it, flip it around. Yeah. And put yourself in the situation, and yeah. then and then think, oh, hang on, everyone's having a go at me, and I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, I've, 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 a, you, you have to think of it that yeah, way. hundred percent. But, but people don't, mate. People, there, but for the grace of uh, God, go other Easter. So you can say whatever you like. But the, the whole the mm. point of that is that. It could easily be you. If we, when you're jumping on other people, yeah. it could easily be you. We're going to go for a break and then come back and do the Staying Alive for Six. Sell every day for the award-winning Grey's Bistro. Stick with us here on SEN Track. More tipping, maybe, and a little bit less crying on, or not crying. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound Track. Welcome back to Sales Sundays. Uh, just ticked over seven o'clock and had a few good old, uh, good conversations in the last uh, fifteen minutes. But we'll we'll get on the uh, the fourth at Sale, which is yes. uh, over the four forties, about a minute and a half to that one. Uh, someone's just given me a tip at Gawler as well before. Said two dollars was a gift. It's a dollar eighty-five now, and uh, we'll see how this thing goes in what is a five-dog field. But we've got the fourth coming up at Sale. Um, your favourite in that is my Neo. Neoclis uh, looking for another uh, winner on the card. Already had the one so far. Just like Mick is your second favourite. Eugenie uh, is out to double figures as well as Desley, Jackie's Lass, Audacious Flame and Pages Diamond. And Jay Bond, as you've walked back in the studio, uh, yes. it's a bit of a sore point, the old uh, Tim Payne topic. It can, oh, no, look at we it. Had this, we had this chat between the breaks, and everyone's entitled to their opinion, no doubt about it. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone needs to be smashed. There's, there's no caveman no. stuff going on. I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to give a tip here and then come back and say my final point, and then we'll, yep. there'll be no more. Um, because yeah. everyone's entitled to their opinion on everything in life. And uh, I, think, I think that's part of the point that we're getting to, is once you start hammering people for their opinions or their standpoints or their perspective. That's where everyone gets into trouble. Race four, I uh, the eight should just be leading and winning here, shouldn't it? On no? with the four, just like Mick. On with the eight. In fact, I didn't even have the two. Look, I'm, I've had a trifecta, eight to beat one and two to beat one, two, three, four and six. So I'm with the favourite pretty confidently here. I think it'll balance up. I think it'll get across them and I think it'll win. The thing, the thing uh, yeah, I'm with the four, just like Mick. Now, getting back to yep. this sort of point, we... <sighs> We like talking about racing. We love talking about racing. Yep. And we love tipping on racing. Yeah. But 
if there's no races to tip on and there's other talking points going on that affect yep. us in everyday life or you want to have an opinion on... Yeah. I tell you what, some of the things... I just got to, ta- I just got to say I take enormous... I, I've been on this radio station and spoken about... Um, you know, having so much anxiety and panic attacks that I couldn't leave the house. I'm very open about everything uh, in my life. I'm, I'm anything, anything but occasion. Like I'm the, would be the opposite. I would say it's one subject, and I'll get back to it. And like I say, got one more thing to say on on hard things that happen to you in life, and 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 how you react to them, or how I react to them, and we'll do that straight after the fourth. So come on, oh, man. Racing and it's in over. the centre, just like Mick got away very swiftly. Landed about two lengths in front early. Uh, Jackie Blast goes good up animal. to second. Oh, here and we go. Four the favour was mine. They're not going to catch a four. Into the back was Pages. I don't know. Roll back was Audacious Flame with Eugenie and Desley at the tail. Halfway mark and just like Mick, the leader a length and a half to mind our angling the inside. Then came Pages Diamond. They swing just like Mick. Still got to kick up the shot. Big, big, two lengths big. big. That's big. It might only be 4 30, but we've taken on a one dollar well, we didn't. The Peacock took on the dollar fifty favoured. Who in the end got pretty close to every conceivable you would have thought. Yep. Big winner just like Mick. Last last thing on this, and then we're gonna get to um to the saying live the six, it says it says there throw to the sting like a good little boy from Tomo, eh? Like a good little boy. My last point on this is specifically to uh, how you react to things. I can only tell you from my perspective, and everyone has got a different relative understanding of what constitutes a tragedy in their life. And I tell you what, I we all said, and I certainly feel badly for Tim Payne and. Look, I, I definitely feel for his wife, and I feel for I feel for everybody involved in these situations. Life is messy. Life is not clean. But here's my point: I have, and I've told listeners this. I've seen every member of my immediate family die in hospital. I've watched them die in pain after long illnesses, and I've cried every single day while they've been sick. I've lost jobs, and I don't get, feel it. Just doesn't hit the mark anymore. If Hutchie and everyone at, at SEN and uh, Hardest Racing Victoria tapped me on the shoulder tomorrow and said, you can never do something you've loved doing for the last 10 years, I'd be not... It wouldn't be a fun day, but I wouldn't be crushed. I'd just move on with life. But that's... Everyone's got their different... Their different level of what actually gets them to that point of feeling that like, there's been a tragedy in their life. I've certainly known many people and I've found it hard to be friends with them. People who, you know, knock their knee... And are bent over just in absolute yeah. tears at like the world's ending, like and you just think to yourself, "This like a soccer player. This isn't. This this doesn't feel <laughs> right to me." I'm. I, and they no. say, "Why aren't you feeling for me?" And you're like, "Because I'm not seeing this as a really big moment here. That knee will be. We'll get some mercurochrome on, and you'll be sweet." And Tim Payne's gone through something enormous, and I'm not even going in for for crying, particularly with all the pressure that are on people these days. I'm just saying, for me, that's not how I react because. I know there's there's unbelievably horrible, tragic things that can happen to you in your life. Correct. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, sorry, Bobby. I was just going to say two things. One is I hope that they got at least 100000 because that's what that story was worth to sell their story. $100,000 minimum they should have got if they didn't. 
They're uh, crazy. They should have sold their story if they didn't. So don't think they may not have made a lot of money out of this. And two is, I'd like to see journalists that like to expose these sort of stories actually put under the spotlight themselves, actually answer questions themselves about why they felt the need to bring it up, about why they felt the need to push hard. Uh, these days, journalists make themselves personalities. They're very opinionated rather than news gatherers. They're opinion gatherers. And they don't have to answer the... They don't come under the same scrutiny that the person that they're reporting on does. And I think that they should because people... I want to see that person under pressure. I want to see the, that a face put to those names so that when they walk down the street, people can react to them how they see fit, like they do to someone like Tim Payne. Yep. Couldn't couldn't uh, agree more. True. Uh, and we're getting... Tomo's slowly typing this one out. Online yep. trolls will become liable in a court of law. Yes. In a world-first law by the... Uh, by the Australian government very soon. He's just having some trouble trouble typing there. He's putting some Bs and some Vs in at different times. Oh, no. But I've got the good oh, idea no. of it. Right. Before we get to pronunciations, let's get to a stinger, like a good little boy I'll throw to you for staying alive for six. Tom Banger. Now, on Sale Sundays, it's time for the boys to try and stay alive for six. I don't know. I think Bobby is in a conversation at the moment. I would cry if Hutchie sacked you, Rooster. <laughs> Peter at Moon to Bay, you're a good man. Work to live, don't live to work. You're always replaceable in the workplace. That, don't cry for them. Mm. Yeah, I, well, I just think, yeah, that there's real, tra- there's real, real, real tragedy in life, and then there's what we call uh, first world problems, which we've all got. Right, staying alive for six. You want me to go first? No, you can go first again, Peacock. All right. No worries at all. While you're thinking about going first, eBay, we just had a couple of interested... uh... Yeah, mate, because we just had a couple of uh, customers that have driven all the way down from Sydney to uh, see their dog, Winger and Broden. Um, and we talk about it, and they say they listen to us every Sunday night. Oh, uh, best show, best show on the radio, and there is nothing like this in Sydney or anywhere else. So, uh, congrats yeah, to everyone. So, oh, it's nice fantastic. to get some good feedback, that's, isn't it? That's beautiful. And like did I say, come I'm down fr- to watch Righam Road. Yeah, yeah. one today, Santa. Yeah, they did, one yeah. today. Yeah, they yeah. came down. So, yeah. twenty nine. They thought they'd drop in on well. the way. They're going to yeah, drive yeah. along the coast back home, and yeah. uh, thought they'd pop in the sail club on the way through. And I um, in track. I saw. I, I might have already mentioned this, but I, I ran into some blokes uh, uh, after having a couple of the, the races at the Valley on Friday night, and they were going on about so They love Sail Sundays. Like, uh, it was amazing out of all the things that they picked out. We, you, you boys have been flying on Sail Sundays, and it is a great leading that we've got, no doubt about it. But. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting that something great has been made of this uh, this terrific show, and the people stick with us on Sunday nights to try and find some winners, and they just got a nice one from the Peacock. Staying alive for six, bang, bang, Peacock, let's do it. All right, so we're with one. One in race five. Yep, eight. Eight in race six. The Dodge. One. In race seven. Six. In race eight. One. In race nine. And we'll come home with, gee, this is tough. This is a hard. This is the hardest leg of all of those, I reckon. Uh, yikes! Gee, if this is the hardest leg, I mean, you took five dogs in the race eight in your quaddy. Is this race eight? Oh, this no, race, ten. Uh, race ten. No, he's, uh, race ten. Yeah, yeah. But this is part of the problem. Is he's only, he'd only done form for nine races when he turned up here, so that, that's 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 <laughs> going to make it harder <laughs> as well. Boy, oh, goodness gracious me! Oh, he's a lousy boy. Oh, can you believe it? Where are we? We we. Wee 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 wee. Here we go. Last uh, leg. I'll go. I'll go with the one sugar plum fairy. Okay. So uh, staying alive for That's six. You pick a place getter in all six races to grab the cash. Everyone puts in five dollars an entry here at the Sale Greyhound Club, and if you're the last man standing after six races, you take the whole lot. 
Otherwise, you share it with whoever has made their way through as well. So you've got race five, number one, race six, number eight, race seven, number one, race eight, number six, race nine and ten, one in both of those. What Beautiful. about you, Jay Bond? I would like to go number one. Yes. Two. Mm-hmm. Eight. Yes. Three. Mm-hmm. One. Yes. And two. Two. Ooh, one, two, eight. Three, one, two. Now, in your quaddies, Jay Bond, you've got uh, eight. I reckon you've got 55%. And eBay, you've got 18.5%. That's all right. The quaddy will probably go about 6,000. We need value somewhere, okay. don't we? It'll yeah. pay 6,000. Yeah. Oh, that's unbelievable that you... We, we, 6,000. And, and what do you mm, think, Jay Bonnet's going to pay? Let's no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that... I think I'm thinking you could easily pay more like 600. Okay. 1,000. <laughs> 600,000. Tonight at sale, the quarter has paid $600,000. Did Damo Watson give Sale Sunday's good feedback yesterday morning, Bobby? Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, he's, he's an avid listener. You can tell he's passionate about the radio game, can't you? He's, been, he's got that uh, traditional radio voice. He has. You know, yeah, you asked me whether or not the uh, voice matched the age. He's only 27. Now, you're right. He sounded a lot more experienced than 27. A lot of people think that Damo is older than he is. Yes. Welcome back to SEN Track. Uh, no, he's uh, he's a wonderful young man, though, isn't he? I'm sure he, he was. Is, yeah. um, he's He's been around the game for a while. He was at the other station. I actually met him at the other station some years ago. So he, he's been in it for a fair while. He loves the race callers. He's a big fan of... The race callers is a very respectful man of, uh, yeah. of people in racing. So good to, good to hear we got good feedback from him. Well, well yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and actually, he'd worked with my son before. He and uh, my son had called football in the uh, one of the Southeastern Football Leagues. So oh. at least he was familiar with the Popplestone name, which was which was good. And he uh, he did introduce he did introduce himself to me when he uh, came back uh, when he came here and said uh, and and I sort of said you know well I had forgotten him. You meet a lot of people in life, so uh, yes. but we definitely did meet. Earlier in the day. All right, stop. Yes. I was going to say, I did a show with Jay Bon, no, Jay Bon, with Damo. Yes. Uh, on the. We always get mixed up, it's fine. No, on the Friday, on the Friday no, Arvo. Yeah. And yep. uh, I'd never met him before in person. Came in studio and he goes, G'day, Mitch, I'm Damien. And I'm like, Damo's and the guy I do radio with on a Friday. And I just honestly couldn't put the, the, the voice in the face. Yeah. The voice to I, the body. I yeah. I couldn't, like, honestly, I. I, I he just has such a mature voice. Yes. Great voice for radio. Yeah. Now, let's get stuck yeah. into the, uh, well, in a second. Let's get stuck into Tomo's talking point in just about two seconds. One more text before we do. Just tuned in, boys. Been knocking back 986 coldies in the sunshine. Oh, if you luck, 986 seems a fairly good session. But uh, this good is Scott, Scotty at Geelong. Cleaned up with Tago earlier. You boys have any, any luck? Have you had a few tins, Mitchie? You sound a bit slurred. You no, sound no. all right to me. No, I've just, I played cricket all day yesterday. So I'd lost my voice from in the field, mm-hmm. uh, and I appealing all day, mate. How's yeah, that? there was a few yeah. few loud shouts, and uh, I'm the I'm one of the main talkers in our side. I'm. I bet you are. Yeah, I bet you. Yeah, boy, yeah. Keep coming at him. Keep firing him in, Timmy. Uh, I bought a few, I bought a few wickets yesterday. I'll tell you what. Like you get into a couple of blokes, and they just you can just talk them into going out. One bloke there. We're playing. This is. Yesterday's game, we made 265 in a 40-over game. We, we took them to town. Wow, wow. Yep. that's good school. And they've come out to bat, and their openers made 54 of 120, and they've fallen 130 short. Like, I, was, I said, mate, I said, you're the coach. Any chance of setting some sort of tone and attacking the game to try and win it? There's no point just trying to draw the game. Well, not draw it. Come out and virtually not give yourself a, a chance. 
I said, it wasn't this, Steve Waugh batting, was it? No, it wasn't. I, I, I said, mate, yeah. I said this is. I said this has been one of the most selfish innings I've ever seen. Like just got right in his ear. Yes. Next, next ball, he spoons it straight to me at short cover, trying to whack the, <laughs> oh, trying to whack the oh, case off the thing. That hurts. Yeah. Good, yeah. Oz, good Aussie sledging. We yeah, love it. Yeah, but like, yeah, oh, same thing. If you if you're chasing 265, I'm giving yeah. myself an over to go. And you and as a side, you're saying we're going out there, giving it a red hot dip. If we're out for 40, we're out for 40. If we make it, we make it. They, they, yeah, yeah, you're not knocking 50. That's why my voice balls. is gone. But I also had a um, uh, what do you call it? Ice, ice coffee. Frappe. Yes. Frappe, eh? Yeah, Frappe. Oh, from Mac. It seems a Frappe, man. And the aircon's yeah. on in here, so I'm a bit chilly at the moment. I really need my hoodie. Mm. <laughs> well, we, were talking, we, we were talking about mental strength and, and new age people, and now yeah. we're finding out you need a hoodie in the studio oh, yes. and you're having a Frappe, it's, so it's all, it's gone, to, nice it's all gone a bit pear-shaped for us, hasn't it? <laughs> all right, Tomo's talking point. It is pronunciations. So uh, not pronunciations, but pronunciations or mispronunciations. We know from – you want to play it one more time for those who've never heard – do it yep. one more time so that we can give a little bit of a wind-up to this and talk about what we've done previously uh, in terms of maybe mispronouncing a few words. And uh, Tomo writing, oh, sweet baby Jesus, no. And Peter has oil bail. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon Mitchie sounds slurred? I don't know how many tins Tomo had that night, but he's... Whole bail. Whole Now, Poppy, you, as you mentioned earlier, and you've told us before, I mean... You had to deal with some pretty big names. Like, have you ever stuffed up on a, on, on a big stage with a celebrity? Or it, tell us where you have stuffed up pronouncing no, no, I, things. I, I, I've practiced this one all afternoon because it's a word that I actually have a, a lot of trouble with, and I have uh, actually stuffed up on the stage, emceeing a function. Honorarium. You know when you try to get a word out and you know the word, but it's just not coming off your lips. Yep. On, and you look at the word and you're trying to work out how it's pronounced. Uh, and it just doesn't come out. So honorarium is a word that I need to concentrate on for it to come out properly. Otherwise, it becomes embarrassing. But it was actually quite funny when, uh, again, as we mentioned earlier, when Tomo rang me today and said, we want to do a segment on mispronunciations. <laughs> and I said, are you serious? And he goes, no, no, I really think we've got something here, mispronunciations. <laughs> Oh, it's, uh, it's it's one of those. Things. Have you got have you got have you got any peacock that you know of? Um, I'm trying to think of the word. There was a word that I used to pronounce wrong for ages, and then my mum goes, "No, it's meant to be like this." So I'm just I'll remember it soon. But I had one from high school, a mate yeah. of mine. Um, yes. He was is uh, an interesting character. I haven't seen him for years, but there was. We were, my dad owned an ice cream shop years ago. Yes. Right? Wendy's, one of these franchises. Yeah. yeah. And he used well, to go down there and all the boys after school would come past and we'd all get like shakes or ice creams or you name it. Well, my dad said, hey, mate, what do you want? What do you fancy today? And he goes, I'll have a, a Valina thick shake. And I said, what? And he goes, yeah, Valina. <laughs> and I said, you mean vanilla? And he goes, yeah. And I, I said, say it again. He goes, Valina. I said, you know, it's vanilla. I said, all right, try this. Vanilla. And he goes, Valina. No, he goes, Vanilla. And I go, okay, then say it. And he goes, Valina. <laughs> I'm like, um, oh, mate. I'm hey, it's it's yeah. like the people that say, like Doug Hawkins, and we've got one uh, employee here, Arx. Yeah. They, they say yeah. the, they, they put the K before the S. Somebody actually said, you, I can't think of who it was the other day, but somebody said that on radio with us and, when you talk with racing people, there's a little bit that goes on. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. I can't think of too many 
myself. The well, ones, I can think of another one. The right? ones that really do... Uh, so I'm going to add a couple of people here because that's what I do. That's fine, yeah? That's, yep. uh, no tears for them. So a couple of people that I've worked with in the past and people will know them. <laughs> so Gareth Hall can be extremely humorous at times. It was a, there was a horse called Maastricht, which is, I believe, maybe a town in, or a city in Belgium, Maastricht. He just called it Matrix. Every single time he just goes, <laughs> and he just goes, Matrix is going around. You're like, Maastricht, Matrix. Uh, he could never say there was a horse called Tennis Locophobia. I don't think he just called it Cylinder Mafobia. It was no, nothing like it should have been. Um, and the great Nick Quinn, who uh, he won't mind this, but, and I love this. And there was one other, guy, one other fellow, but I'm not going to mention his name, but when they, uh, doing radio with him, uh, uh, when they'd come across a, a horse's name or something that they didn't really know, the voice would just go really quiet. So they'd say something like, um, uh, okay, so here, it's a Montana Jets one, Launceston, Franco, Joe, and Ultimate Bonnie. That's it. They just, they, they, they were just, tra- if they weren't comfortable, they'd oh, Ultimate Bonnie. And yeah, so uh, he did that. He did a little bit of that. But the ones that I find really problematic, so I wouldn't mind hearing from, hearing from the listeners here, and there's plenty of texts we've got to get to. One about you being a Jack Russell dog on the cricket pitch uh, yep. from James and Bandura, who played cricket watch, for 25 years. You can watch years. our games if you like, our uh, live stream Out there. these days. Um, I've got another one, right? So I used to say supposedly. Oh, you don't. Yeah, I'm glad you don't do kid, that anymore. As a kid, I don't, I'm glad you don't no, do that anymore. Supposed, Mitch. Supposedly. You know what, though, I reckon. But I have got an. I've got. I've got a good one, right? Yeah. I think the really great on me is people who say his instead of he's in messages. I, I'm going to. I'm going to out someone here, and yeah. well, you've if, already they're started. Li- if they're listening, they'll know who it is. Yeah. But there's a dog that goes around called Catch the Thief. Mm. Yes. Yes. How many people out there in in society today, don't say thief, they say faith. 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 Jordan Faith, the with golfer. An F, with an F. Uh, and they swap it round. So instead of it being thief, they're... Uh, Tags tag yeah. is copying a bit. Feith. And the brown dog for best, worst pronunciations. I, I remember I hammered the brown dog for two of his pronunciations on uh, winners on uh, Channel 7 when that was on a little while ago. One of them being about a, a great Dutch painter, Vincent, Vincent van Gogh. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yes. so... When horses, this is a really interesting one. When horses or greyhounds have certain names and they relate to a real thing, okay? But the owners have decided that they want them pronounced a different way, which is actually right. Do you go with what the actual word means in reality and how it's supposed to yes. be pronounced? Or yes. are the owners, once they pay for, for, for a, a dog or a horse and they own them, they can decide how it's pronounced and you just got to go with them? Because a lot well, of race well, callers no. will go there and find out what the owners want. I, I, I find it very hard. Yeah, so, I find it very hard to say something that's wrong just because the owners yeah. want it that way. Well, Jimmy Vandermatt yeah, well, would contact. Well, I had a couple of dogs run and had. It was Jose Blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he goes, How do you. How do you pronounce it? Yeah. So, like, I'd just get the... Like Graham vo- Jose Blue or it's no, Jose so I'd Blue? Just get, I'd get the voice thing and say it. A lot of race calls will yep, do that. No what, are you, what are your thoughts on, on that one, Poppy and Petey? Well, well, put it this way. If, if it's spelt, I'm not sure. Say it's spelt animal and they want it pronounced peacock. <laughs> I'm not going to do it just because they want it pronounced that way. If you want it pronounced that way, then spell it that way. Spell it the way it's supposed to be said. Yeah, peacock is is an animal too. Well, so. that's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Hey, yeah. It's, it's all about what, it's all about the, what you identify as. Yeah, I used to love the horse called Waikika Moo Cow. Oh, yeah. that yeah. was so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was actually. Uh, I was talking about times actually having an argument with, about times the other day and what they, what they mean and what they don't. Waikika Moo Cow was the sixteen hundred meter record holder at either Randwick or Rose Hill for about really? five years. Now, nice horse, but 
I, I don't has, know if he was a champion. How's Mark from Mount Barker's comment there? He just wants to know if you wear it with something about wearing your box. No. Oh. Uh, he been nice six over square leg, took it outside off. So, Mark, he's been, you on TV now. I said they live stream our games. Oh, really? Yeah. And Mark from Mount Barker's been watching you. Did you hit a six today? Yeah, two. Yeah, two yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Yes! Wow. Yes, I was on yes, six yes. That little frame swinging the big bat around, it would have been, it would be something in, to behold. No, I was only in for six balls. Made 12 and oh. that was it. Oh. Nice, nice you took a nice conservative approach. Real no, Jeff well, Marsh approach last, from you. It was the last five, four overs. Our captain, Had to go. Our captain made 133. Uh, there, there are times, though, there is... But I'll tell you what, the bat's an absolute belter. One of our listeners, Michael, that's probably his comment there, where he said, does Mitch wear a box in cricket? Yeah. Mick Sheedy, TNF Cricket. He, he was one that sent me their cricket. Oh, really? The bat is an absolute corker. Here's the last one um, on this conversation. Great talking point from Tomo. Said sometimes there's horses that have got, like, there was one called Kurai Kage in the trots, right? But it yep. just looked like Kurai Cage. And we all called it Kurai Cage without knowing that this is some sort of anime thing and the actual character is Kurai Kage. So somebody said... Japanese. Somebody, yeah, somebody said it in a race call and we're like, how about this idiot calling it Kurai Kage? Like, who does he think he... He was right. He was the only one actually <laughs> pronouncing it right. Um, and then you've got... Uh, Damo, apparently, only a local would hate this. How about the way Damo says Ascot? Says it like he's the king of England. Um, Luke Humphreys in the trots loves to... There's a lot of these French names now going around. He gets very... Buenos Aires uh, gets very French with the pronunciations. But uh, it, it can be... The, the race callers do it the best because, like, that, they do what JVDM does with you. They will call the owners or whatever and find out the right way they're supposed to say the names. I'm going to find a call here. And we used to know, we, my dad named a dog after one of his mates. Mm-hmm. And it won at sale one day. And these boys, I'm going to get Poppy's opinion on this. Okay. I don't know who the race caller was. Now, I'm going to send you the name of the dog and the call. Yes. And yep. I'll, I'll send you the name of the dog and then I'll play the snippet of when he calls it. And I just, I don't know where he's got it from. So the name of the dog was D, yes. D-U-B-S-Y. Right. Russell. Dubsy? Yep, Russell. It was, sorry? Dubsy Russell. Dubsy Russell. Named, yeah, after, a, named yeah. after a footy player, uh, one yeah. of dad's mates. Yeah, right. Right. Now, he won at sale uh, here. Jake here. used to call, uh, say, chimney instead of chimney for far too long. <laughs> Sanders coming down the chimney. And if you're an owner and you want your dog or horse pronounced properly, spell it phonetically. It's not a child yes. that'll get picked on. Scotty yeah. and Geelong. I don't know, who this, I don't know who this race caller was, Poppy, but this is, yep. this is the call. And I'll play mm-hmm. it now through the uh, through the mic, and this yes. was only one at this is only one at sale years ago. Is this the same caller? Set and away. Yamblick on the inside began as well as anything, showing pace in the centre as oh. Dr. Oh, that's Peter Eustace, that caller is. Second, and Daintree Puzzle third, getting to the outside, Happy Apple. Has to be Peter Eustace. A link back just behind it, Busby Russell, second last side. Busby. Busby. Oh, boy. He's still going to go with Busby again here? He's decided. That's what it is. There's a great band up in Cairns called Busby Maroon. Maybe it's something to do with them. <laughs> he said it four yeah. times. Time. Busby. Where was that at again? Sale. That was a sale. sale. No, I reckon that's Cole. That's Cole Gallery. No, it's no, not. No, that it's was not, back in. That was back in 2014, mate. I'm Peter Eustace. One of my one of my they? one of my dogs, and he called it Busby Russell. Jeez, I wouldn't want to know who that is. Are you certain it's yeah, Peter Eustace? Yep. Yep. Absolutely yep. certain. Yep. I'll Eustis tell you what, Cole Gallery's doing a Peter Eustace impression these days, then, because they sound exactly the same. Right. They sound very similar. How was that? 
Well, well done to, well done to Busby Russell anyway. It was a great win. It was a great Let's win, go mate. to sale. We're only a minute away. First leg uh, of the quarter. With the red here. Yes. You, well, you're, it's funny. Pete was absolute certain. Pete was certain that uh, maybe Berish is one out in yep. the quaddy this one. Yep, I've gone one out for yep. my... Two percent? No, no, a bit, a bit better than that. But uh, I reckon Barry's. You, you know that you, you know that Petey's into it if he's gone one out because the typical yeah, quaddy yeah. is four into seven into five into eight. So if he's yes. gone one out here, that as John Malkovich said in rounders, very aggressive, very <laughs> <Yes>. aggressive. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, I like Barry's. Did you think about having it one out in your quaddy, Peacock? I did, and I might. Yeah. I might take it one out my own. Yeah, um, I, I went wider in. The quaddy I gave Poppy because I just if it gets rolled I don't want to be out first league. So no, I thought that Sandy Gem was I, well I've only got three and six. But you got four and six or something, haven't you? Yeah, two face. There's a lot, two of, them, face. lot of them out there these days. Apparently, yes. breaking news by the way: the Sugar Babes will play for races six and eight tonight. That's uh, when you hear the Sugar Babes, text in your name, number, email address, and the code word Phoenix. But not yet. Only when you hear the Sugar Babes play. Push the button. Race five itself. This is the first leg of the quaddy. We're kind of hoping Berish gets beaten, not no, just no. because we want Petey's quaddy to go Thanks. boom, Thanks, but because Dana. well, yeah, I mean, you've been nasty, Tom Petey. You know, you understand. It's, it's just a little bit of it's a little bit of karma here, but because don't we? Oh, have you had a personal quaddy with it one out, haven't you? I've, yes. take, I've taken. I've got two. I've got two, two quaddies. He's got come. I'm gonna I'm gonna back Berish though because I, I like uh, I like his chances. Gonna have a little multi into Blazing Norman. All right, race five at sale, and then I don't I don't want to be like predicting too much, but I'd reckon there's a chance the Sugar Babes might be playing relatively soon. It's birthday for wins tonight. He's Peter Eustace for the call. Punters don't like it, but you never know. Two thirty, isn't it? They're moving into the boxes for yes. Matthew Clark as the favourite. First leg of the quadrilla and... Come on here, boy. Come on, Bearish. ...with your endeavours through the ever-popular quaddy here tonight at Sale. And the pool's always good on a Sunday night here. The green light is on and we're set to go. Ready for race five. Go on, my son. Uh-oh. Racing, bearish coat yeah. only fairly, Uh-oh. showing pace oh, oh, two face with Bernadette on the outside. Yeah, Bernadette's right. the leader from two face going up. Come through was Maxwell getting through. Come Maxie, a one chance star night. Then for the back was Sandy Jam. In behind those was Dr. Collette, and bearish was last coming up to the home corner. Maxwell the leader, the outside Bernadette, then um, James Star Knight on the inside. Wolf. It's Maxwell a half wolf. a length in front. Wolf. Maxwell wins You're kidding. You're a Bernadette, don't you? You're going to do your Bernadette here, are you? Bearish. I made Maximum my best two weeks in a row. Yeah. I think nice the little trifecta too. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm going home. Thanks, yeah. boys. Thanks yeah. tonight. I'll, I'll see you all next Sunday. Well done to Petey. I can't uh, catch great. I cannot catch him. He, well, you had to hold the show together for the first two minutes, so it's fair. Like, you could probably take half the night off now with Bearish going under. I can't catch that dog. Who? Bearish. No. Best. Well, this is the thing. Um, yeah, anyway, Maxwell, the really good run was, was it at Warrigal last time? Yeah, one beautifully off box yeah. two. Uh, Maxwell wins. We're both there staying alive for six in one race, if you don't mind. Yep. I'm and still in the quaddy. I'm out of the quaddy. I think there's going to be a few out of staying alive for six with those sort of uh, dividends. Yeah, 560, What's that? 1050 $10. for the third. Wow. For the check. That's. Uh, Big odds in a dog race. I don't yep. know what this means, but I, I know what this means. But the quaddies are up on the quaddy app, which is good news for anybody following mine, at least at this stage. And I don't know what I don't Tomo... even know why I bother. I, I should give you the 100 bucks. For the <laughs> I don't know whether... You should have my 50. I don't know what Tomo means by this, but good, good luck to the children of the core playing at home or on track. Uh, interesting stuff from him. Do you want to play the Sugar Babes now, Tomo? Name. Email address. Phone number. 
And the code word? Phoenix. Or peacock. Either will do. As long as it starts with P. Remember, Not every word starting with P will get you include in. Include the code word or we're leaving you out. Here we go. Come code word, up. Phoenix. Hurry up. Name, email address. Um, mobile number. Hey, boys. Yeah? Can I ask you a question? Yep. How come Phoenix with a PH, right? Yeah? Is, is pronounced F. And then Philadelphia is PH. PH, and it's F. F. And yet people go to Phuket. <laughs> I think he, with, a, with a you, you have a think about what Phuket would be yeah. if you see, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not a lot of people go to Phuket at the moment. Say it, say it in an Irish accent. Something will actually happen. Probably, hey. I probably think people know what happens to you when you do go to Phuket, it. and it probably is a little bit like the normal PH. Say it, say it in an Irish accent, Bond. Right now, we've got a break. Let's go. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound Track. Um, Shannon at Bottles Bay uh, talking about the fact that PH as FF, Thailand is not an English-speaking country. It certainly isn't. So a decap kapunk up to our listeners in Thailand right now. Um, and by the way, fantastic stuff. As I walked out of the studio and the Sugar Bogues were playing, um, Poppy and Paddy J were still on air for another couple of minutes. So they're just doing a I podcast in between. <laughs> uh, it, we were having a good old chat, Jay Bond, thinking we were on air. I think some of our best radio actually happened when we were off air. Uh, when, uh, we, 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 yeah. we had the point that if you called a horse or you spelt the horse uh, Phuket or a dog called Phuket and the commentator rang you to say, well, how would you like it pronounced? And I'd like the PH pronounced as a f- like you would with any other word that starts with PH. <laughs> what no, would the race caller do then? Don't worry. I heard, I heard the conversation. It was a ripper. I was, I was just on my right way to get a breath of fresh air at the time. But um, Yeah. We were uh, laughing our heads off thinking, this is great radio, before Tomo said, boys, you know, we've been off air for two minutes. You know that uh, you know that we're in the <laughs> middle of a break here. Yeah. No, I'll try and be clear about it next time. Um, oh, God. What else have we got? Was that race caller back in 2014 named James Van, De- Van Der Mart uh, <laughs> from Daz? Uh, and also, Michael's actually put in um, sugar babes. I don't mind that. Maybe we need to add sugar babes as a code word as well. Um, hi boys, this is one of my favourite shows in the year The banter and the tips are first class and never boring Keep it up, Richard from Cremorne Love it Like going to the Cremorne, Billy Brownless' pub down there in Geelong as well Nice right. little pub in South Australia called Cremorne in Unley Road Yeah, this one's in uh, on the on the riverside of Paco Which Paco's like okay. the Ligon Street of, uh, of Geelong I mean, it's not Ligon Street, but it's Geelong You know, that's where I come from and I love it Right, here are our first sweep nominees Box one, coolant for the car Scotty is that Scotty from Geelong or Scotty from Bayswater? We don't know. We'll find out. Dr. Slats, this is one you want. Ed, Big Ed, great show that was um, in the late 90s, early 2000s. I reckon Lara's love James. Scorching Sun, Pat. Dr. Knuckles, I thought Dr. Knuckles had a chance there for Dave. Esfahan, Kane, Kano's got that one. Is that Fridge? It might be. The man that I ran into on, uh, on Friday night after the races, Rizzo, Stewart. An Amiga Dodge. Oh, knockout chance. Now, this is Simon, and I reckon if that's the same Simon, Simon was in front everywhere but the post last night for the 1% share. I was calling it like you call them on a Thursday. Simon says. I was calling not the dogs, not the dogs, but the names. 
And I'll tell you what, if you listen on the right, like if you had no vision, you would have been very shitty with me because I'm going, Simon in front, Simon's holding them, Bill. And then straight down the outside came Kev the Carpenter. He made wood out of them. He was doing some uh, some great things. But I missed it into the very, very last moment. Nurse Kitchen, where did you come from sort of stuff. Uh, next week, we will have the code word of Sugar Babes, spelt S-U-G-A-B-A-B-E-S. That'll be coming up a little bit later. Sale every day for the award-winning Grey's Bistro. I was thinking about something when I went out for a... Um, for a breath, breath of fresh, of fresh air. air. Yep. I've just got to try and remember what it was. It was certainly about... Um, I, I, was t- I was thinking about the whole moral thing because there was a couple of texts earlier about, you know, uh, morality and all that. Just quickly, do you know we still look back on JFK as being this unbelievable, like, god? Like, yeah. he, he's godlike yes. figure. If that bloke didn't cheat on his missus at least 973 times, then I'll start again. Yeah, what do you like at Grafton uh, there? They're about to go in, but I like the two-each way. Two-each way, buzz junkie. Yeah, well, no, not Buzz don't, Junkie. Don't worry, Mr. Mr. Dude. Dude. There's no point in worrying about it now. They've got the green lights on. That's Petey in the background. You're the next yeah. lucky winner. Yeah, we're doing the raffle for the sale ambulance auxiliary. Actually, we might get uh, Julia on from the ambulance auxiliary. They're raising money for a particular item, so she might give us a little bit of an insight into what they're raising money for as part of sort of promoting the charities that we have here on a regular basis. Because we're open up again to the public, obviously, you know, we've probably got three or 400 people around the track in our bistro, in our Temley lounge, in our entertainment uh, part of the business. So uh, they, I'll be interested to see how much money they raise. Hopefully, hopefully oh, somebody got that tip no. in the last sort of 10 seconds wow, because Mr. Mr. Dude has Dude. won it. I think you're on a bit tonight, Peacock, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Apart from the quaddy. Which you've which well, you've already said. Even though the quaddy wasn't it a quaddy that helped you become the king? The SEN track World Cup king. Yeah, it did. Got me over the line. Which is just amazing when you think about it. Yeah. A man <laughs> yeah, who hates quaddies had to rely on quaddies to uh, get the job done. Yep. Uh, was it a breath of fresh air or having a dart? I think you know exactly what it was, Michael. But I love to get a bit of a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Are now staying alive for six boys? We lost twenty five of our entrants in the very first race. Yeah. Ooh, one of them named Mitch Bayer, one of them named Jason Bonington. Yes, but you are alive and worth 55% of the quaddy with the uh, short price favourite getting beaten in the first leg. So you've gone wide in a couple of races. So fingers across. I'm in mean, I mean, not a bad spot there. So you I had three and it's paid five. But short price favourite, knowing knowing Petey's fan club, there's been a lot of one out with Bearish. Yes. I reckon. I reckon it's going to. I often talk about this, but I reckon that five dollars thirty is more like six or seven in that first leg. I reckon yep. of the quaddy. So that, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. And now, as you always do, how about this, boys? When you, no matter where you are, when you've had when you've skinned up any leg of a quaddy, any leg of a quaddy, right? Yeah. Yep. And you get the first leg, and it pays better than you're expecting. You immediately start regretting. Oh, why didn't I just chuck a couple more in a little bit deeper? <laughs> but you had no idea you were going to get a bit of value out of the first no. leg. But as soon as you do, you're like, I oh, wish I'd just. That, there's that one league where I've only got the six and eight. One and three were the other ones that I was considering putting in. So I now I've got a little bit of bet regret before it's ever happened, unfortunately. Well, I, I had the first two legs at Warnable today, $14 and $16. Oh. And I didn't think the top weight could get home in the third leg, uh, carrying 73 kilos, I reckon. Uh, and I got the last leg uh, unassailable with Johnny Allen in the saddle. And I don't even I didn't even check what the quaddy paid, but I missed the favourite in the third leg. I'll tell you what paid. Know, yeah, I don't know. I, I just got. Only, I only had twelve percent. I got just slightly too tricky, slot ever, ever so slightly too tricky at Melton last night in the early quaddy, and it paid fourteen thousand. Oh my! Should have had it for something. Should have had it even if it was for ten percent. I should have so had you, it. Was it tw- yeah, twelve dollars and fourteen, then two sixty, yes, and six ten. Yep. What did they pay? Three seven. Oh, okay. Well, I missed out four hundred bucks. You can live so. with that, can't you? 
Well, I'd rather have it. You'd but, rather. <laughs> but it wasn't fourth out, you know. It was, yeah, okay. Uh, Jay Bond, get around the Cremorne. That's my local great man, Scotty in Geelong. One of your great man. Um, I'll be there. I just want to get down to Geelong again very soon now that uh, the world has opened up a little bit, I would have thought. Sail every day for the woman in Grey's Bistro. Great to hear Petey in the background just with that big, booming voice doing what he has to do. We'll let him get about his business for a moment. We'll go for a break, come back. Sail Sunday is bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sail Greyhound track. And don't forget, race six, that's our first sweep race. I will repeat the sweep nominees when we return. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound Track. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. Those first week nominees again. Coolant, box one, Scotty. Scotty doesn't know, Scotty does know. He knows how to get into a sweep. Dr. Slats for Ed. Lara's love, James. Scorching son, Pat. Dr. Knuckles from box five for Dave. S for Han for Kane. Rizzo for Stewart and Amiga Dodge for Simon. Uh, we've only got a short seg here uh, before we get to a uh, hard out, but we will get race six at sale up in three minutes, and that's going to be the sweep race. Who do we like here, Picoccarino? Uh, the Dodge. Very keen on the Dodge. Yeah. I, I hate that. I re- I hate it because I love Amiga Dodge. I just think without a huge for, – for, for such a strong race, there's just not a lot of speed that I can find. I think the Dr. Slats, the worst he's going to do to himself is probably settle second with maybe Dr. Knuckles leading. Or well, Dr. Slats might easily what just lead Coolant? this. Coolant or Lara's Love can lead easy. Can they? Yes. The Dorney Thompson trained Lara's Love, yeah. Again, you know... I hell mean, ideally, you want the five, don't you, YJ Bond? You want the five to win for your quaddy. Yeah, look, to be honest, I reckon... I reckon if Dr. Slats gets beaten, the quaddy still looks really good. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I think that... What's Dr. Slats paying right now, Peacock? $1.90. If I can get... A, if I can get... What did Barry start about? $2.00? Yep. If I can get a two dollar shot and a dollar ninety beaten in a quaddy where you got fifty five percent, I think. And the next good. few legs, if you get the dollar fifty pot beat, well, you are on. And it, and basically having five in the last leg gives me an opportunity to at least profit out of the thing, regardless. If I, if I can get this thing beaten, I'll profit out of the quaddy. Um, but I do think you'll win, Doctor Slats. Unfortunately. Yep. Uh, all right. So we just have to wait and see how we go. Here, uh, who's yeah, who's gonna... got the favourite? So Ed's got Doctor Slats. Who was the one that you threw in that I didn't? Yeah, and you're going back to your major chances. Scorching Sun, the four. Yep, so that's Pat who's got Scorching Sun. Two, four, and eight. Yeah, Scorching Sun, I like it a lot. Very uh, strong type. Matty reckons it'll be uh, it'll be the one. Coolant, yep. Uh, okay. Just to uh, g'day, guys. This is Tony from Urban. G'day, guys. I just heard Poppy talk about how the sale dogs will pick you up last Sunday night. Great idea. Just wondering if that stretched out to Mildura. <laughs> no, it actually have to be within about 5Ks of the track. Oh, maybe 10Ks will travel to you to pick you up. Yeah, Mildura's just outside that 10K radius. We'll get, we'll get the bus out there for sure. Um, don't worry about Poppy. Uh, we'll, we'll have a look at the funds and see exactly how it's all going to go down. But uh, this is... Very exciting, the idea of getting down to sale, I've got to say. And I've told yeah, my mate who lives in... Dr- How fast Druin away? About 50 minutes or something like that, Bobby? Yeah, Druin, Druin would be... No, Druin would be, uh, would be an hour 20. An hour 15. Oof. Yeah, 40 minutes to Tarragon, 40. Yeah, an hour 15 would do the trick. Oh, look, this is a bloke who used to actually come in all the way to, from Druin to Flemington to work every day before the pandemic. We're going so, to we're gonna uh, have to work out where we're staying, Jay Bond. That's one, we'll, o- that's we'll, one we'll, option. We'll, or Poppy we'll, we'll, might we'll, be able to organise yeah, something we'll, for us. We'll organise something for you, boys. 
So have you decided whether if either Michael or Tomo get to come down or neither? Um, no, I, I really think he's part of the team. I really need Tomo down as well. All right, Maybe Michael stays home. Tomo will be coming. Yeah, but uh, my, look at Tomo. Oh, he's, there's a he's, big he's, he's throwing the big, the big, look at the big wings. He hit the roof then. Yeah, look at him. I tell you what, he's up and about. That was remnant of Rocky 1. I actually watched Rocky 1 the other day. Oh, that's Great movie. Well, we're, we're set up in the Temley Sports Lounge at the moment, but I think we're setting you up in the uh, VIP marquee. So we've got a marquee. We'll have about 120 people in it, mm. and you'll be overlooking the party paddock, which will have somewhere in the vicinity of 1,000 people in it. Uh, and then th- that's sort of a, a big party that's happening away from the venue. When I say away from the venue, you're 50 metres away from it, and that'll be full as well. We should have a decent sort of crowd for you boys to have a bit of a play with. Uh, <laughs> just be careful out there, everyone. Be careful out there. Us, be careful out there. Everyone. Everyone wear your seatbelts, your helmets, everything. Um, and, and, and mouth guards, even, if, if necessary. If, if you'd like to bring your partners down, just let me know, all right? So if they want to be wined and dyed while you boys are doing the radio show, we're more than looking, ha- happy to look after your partners uh, as well. Jake at Lang Warren says, I'll be taking the top bunk, Jason. Yeah, I do love Desi G, but I feel like, you know... Has got yeah. some and night out for the lads might be all right in sale as well. So <laughs> Desi might be unavailable. He is racing at sale. Might, uh, go quite well, but the punters are with either Dr. Slats or... I might have said this, but Jake's taking the top the bunk, he said. I was going to say, I should <laughs> be calling this one. To three, Maxwell. All right. Two, five and eight for Jay Bond's quaddy. Here we go. Down to $2, Slats. Oh, jeez. Oh, well. Oh, the Dodge. The Dodger. Oh, the Dodge. Simon. Simon's out in front. Scotty's up on the rail. Clipping off heels would have been Stewart. Come on, Dodger. Around the outside was Simon. Pushing up the inside was Scotty and railing the ears off him. Now was Stewart. Making a little bit of ground was Kane. But coming for home, Simon. Simon the Dodge. Simon goes whack. Runs wide. Grabs a sausage roll and wins Come on, Dodger. Half. Simon wins. Beats Scotty. Third may have been Kane running on. But I tell you what, there's the Dodger, baby. You are, you're, even though without the quaddy and the single of six, you're on a heater tonight. You're the man to follow. There's no doubt about it. 3.50, surely that holds up. Hopefully you got my, you put my quaddy on and you're taking Peacock's tips because I love the Dodger. And the Dodger did begin quickly. We heard it on track and there he is. Yeah. Before we could watch the vision. He said a mega Dodger. It was like lightning, well. the lightning and the thunder. Thunder and the lightning. You can see the lightning, then the thunder and a mega Dodge. He half didn't realise where he was. He was trying to run wide and say, can, you, like, can I drop 10 yeah. lengths and then run home? Yeah. I think he gave Poppy a high five and, on the home turn. Yeah, well, I, I hope he did because that is good for the Quaddy Amiga that's Dodge. Um, getting the favourite beaten. And that's the number one dog in sale. That's why we love him. He's my favourite. And tonight... He is Peacock's favourite for Barry Harper, 8, 1 and 7. 3.50 held up, looks like. It would be very interesting yeah, to know. Did on the Billy Goat. If, it would be very interesting to know, and we'll find out soon, how many are left in the Staying Alive for six. Because well, I we reckon we're down to we not many had, at all. Yeah, we only had 30, boys. We only had 30 that joined us today. 25 went out after the first leg. So there's every chance we'll have no one left by the time we uh, reach race 10, which means there will be jackpot. So... Uh, you guys just sharpen the pencils for next week, but at this stage, I reckon you're right. I don't think we're going to have many going. Your beauty, Peacock, from the J-Bob, and then you got Bang, come on, from one of our texters. Yeah, I was taking the mantle last week. I've handed it over in the bat, and he's running the final 400 metres, the great Peacock. Tonight, by the way, uh, we have no soft ins, but we have got a hard out coming up in a couple of minutes, and I'm hoping, can we get some confirmation? Nice Mitchie Shannon at Bottles Bay. That was the Simon... From last night, because that would have been a, a that is a tough beat for Simon. He led everywhere for the one percent. He's got another opportunity, and I reckon it's only fair. 
And you know what? There's a good record. What are, if you get if you get into this sweet vibe because you get one and two, you get boxes one and two if okay. you get on sale Sundays. I, I want to know um, what the crowd capacity is going to be at the Phoenix. Is there going to be one? Because yes, yeah, there is. I think it's. I think. I think it's virtually go really? nuts. Yeah. I was going to. I was going to say because SE and Track will probably have that many listeners that will want to get down as well. We could have a, a monster marquee. Yeah. Uh, two at Albion, Albion Park is a good choice from uh, from Matty. Yeah, it's going to be one hell of a night. Uh, we just uh, we hope for no Omicron problems there from Southern Africa. But apart from that, everything seems to be heading in the right direction, you would have thought. So as long as we've got no more problems, I think they're planning for a big crowd and going to be very exciting. Big fella family out there. I can't, I can't remember all the names. Reagan's definitely a winner. Uh, last night, Kev the Carpenter. So we've got six winners so far. We'll have a seventh at the end of this week. And one of them, hopefully, box one. For whatever race is chosen on Saturday night, Simon gets involved again. We'll be out on track on Saturday, December 18th for the Phoenix. Come say hi to us. I'll be actually emceeing the night, but I'll, po- I'll just be walking around, popping into Marquee, saying g'day to a few people, uh, sipping on some Chardonnay and then going out and presenting to the winners, particularly for that big new slot race. Uh, that uh, SEN are involved with. We still don't know what Greyhound they've chosen, but I reckon we'll know relatively soon. Well, put it this way. There's all... Who's making the decision? Who's uh, making... Um, is it going to be Troy? Troy Little? Troy Little is. Um, but there's only really two positions available. Everyone else has taken up. So it's Sportsbet okay. or SEN has got Kablenz. Okay. Um, I, well, reckon, I reckon SEN have done some deals behind the scenes. I actually... I Kablenz... I, I made this prediction. I reckon I should get yeah. paid out on this. Good news, guys. We have a hard out here. I warned you at the start of the show, but it's not a soft in. Here's the hard out. We'll be back in real soon and reset with new listeners. Live around Australia on SEN Track, welcome to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound Track. Hello and welcome to Sale Sundays, and we want to welcome back our new listeners, uh, we can't continue the show without welcoming in SCN Hobart, 16, 1629 AM, 1629 SCNSA, and Mount Gambia, and our friends in the Northern Territory on 1611 AM, SCN Top End from the NTFL, Between the Wanderers and St Mary's, Bond Banger, Pete Banger, Pete Banger, Pop Banger, all with you for Sunday Night Peacock. Does that make sense? SCN Hobart, 1629 and then 1629 SCNSA. They might have, have they got, they've got exactly the same. Yeah, the, the a big thumb. Same. Really? That's not the first time that Tomo's ever said yes 100% to something and then we've realised that he was wrong. Tarangi is, in fact, in Victoria, for instance. But um, <laughs> yeah, they've just got the same frequency. Okay. There, Beautiful. I'll tell you what, we're uh, starting to warm up here, mate. Last hour yeah. and we're really going to absolutely hit a couple of barrels. You're getting a lot of support off the text as usual. Hey, gents, which meet has the biggest quaddy pool each week? Is it Sandown on a Thursday night, Shannon and Bottles Bay? I don't know. I reckon maybe the Meadows on a Saturday night, just based on the fact that it's a weekend. Yeah. It'd be real close. It'd reckon. be close. Oh. I, don't, I, don't, I don't actually know. Is well, there a way you can check? Yeah, well, you can't. You'd have to do some. Uh, I've got a man at HRV who's very good with things like that and being able to find APIs and all the rest of it to be able to find out. You'd have to go through maybe the last... 20 weeks or something and get and, and do the pools off the off the, the tab website? Ta- the reason for targeting the pools is that's where you win your most money. 100%. But, uh, well, the more money there is, and this sounds harsh, but it's just a fact of life, the more money there is, the more mug money. That's So you're basically trying to, you're trying to bet into big pools, number one, but you're also trying to bet into pools where you think you might have 
an edge, and that edge comes from. Well, it's got to be. It's got to be more people having fifty bucks on a quaddy just as a, just ha- having a lash. So if you've done your form, you've got a better opportunity to take their cash for a start. Well, it has to be one of the big meets, Sandown or Meadows. The question is, um, over your lifetime, when's been the day that has been the big day in in greyhound racing? Because harness racing, for instance, has moved all over the shop in the last 30 years. Now it's Saturday night. Early, only about five or six years ago, our biggest race meetings were on Friday night. Once upon a time, they were Thursday Monday used to be a big day in the trots. It's moved around a lot. Has Greyhound Racing, like, is, is Thursday a day that people really target the most? Is it Saturday night? When is it these days? Uh, I probably reckon it's a, uh, I'd say a Wednesday, a Friday, and a Saturday. As oh. much as Sandown Park's on a Thursday night, if Sandown Park was on a Friday night, my, oh, my, it would absolutely go off like you wouldn't believe. The big advantage, uh, Poppy, is, well, actually... You actually need people. It can't be roughies all day on the thoroughbreds, but with more younger punters who are probably more on tilt punters and willing to have a crack at all three codes, Saturday night's a beautiful place to be because people are already in the mood, aren't they, from Saturday to thoroughbreds? And as long as they haven't done their absolute cajones. And the chances are they have have done their nuts on the horses. If they've done... I had this chat with Dad the other day. What I found, there was actually... There was a spring carnival a few years ago where turnover was down... And they had all these reasons about this, that, and the other. And that, that makes people want to rejig things. That spring carnival, Ruffy's dominated everywhere. Yep. And I just think people just ran out of money. And you know what? I reckon right now there has never been more information available to the punter uh, than in the history of racing. Oh, without doubt. I mean, this show is a perfect example of that. But you've got the television shows, the radio shows, the... The uh, form analysis available through a you know a whole host of networks. You just need to choose which one you want to uh, you want to rely on, and stick with it. And your time will come at some stage. And the great uh, the great thing about all the information is that the the run of the mill punter has a far greater chance of winning than ever before. Mm-hmm. And the people who are in Peacock's position or my position who maybe have an edge from years of experience and all the rest of it, we're actually brought back to the pack. Because once upon a time, if you had a little bit of extra information or if you got news from the trials or this or that or the other, then you would have an edge, wouldn't you, Poppy? But now oh, you would. now it's yeah. be- now it's really compressed. Where if, if you're even – you don't even need to be a ge- – this is honestly my opinion. You don't have to be a genius racing person. If you're an intelligent person – and you want to direct your attention to work, towards learning how to do form, you've got a great opportunity because it got so... What the chat we had with Paddy McKenna on Thursday night? Yeah? When we had the chat with him. He yep. said he's he's just a very good numbers man. He doesn't do all... It's not all about form and racing lines and this and that. He's no. just a very big... But even Ethan, who beat us in the, uh, yep. for that two hours, he's, he, said, he said he's a really good numbers man. So you don't have to be... A greyhound nerd. No, you don't have to be a nerd as in, you know, a judge on every single thing that's going around. If, you've got, if you're an, inte- an intelligent person and you can use all that information at, at your disposal the right way, you learn how to use it the right way, you're a fair hope, I reckon, Poppy. Yeah, look, I, I agree 100%. And you know, my biggest, my biggest mistake, and I, and I like to believe this is a mistake of many people is that when you think something can win but it's too short for you so it might be a dollar 70 but you think i can't see it being beaten but i can't back it at a dollar 70 and you start looking for something and inevitably that dollar 70 gets up and and you, you get you could get 70 percent on your money but you end up backing something at four or five to one 
and it doesn't do the job for you. I, I, the, I fall for that trick every single time. Poppy, I was out at uh, Sandown Park on Friday night for the Melbourne Cup, and as yep. I've walked halfway across from the entrance to the, uh, well, where the food vans, yes, I passed my cricket captain, and he's never been to a race meet ever, never been to a greyhound meet, and I thought, geez, what are you doing here, mate? You know, he was there with one of his best mates who follows the dogs a little bit, but he said yes. he follows, he goes to the casino and plays there on the machines and he'll go and... Yeah. But he's very good numbers-wise, he's very smart. Now, I said to my mate, um, have you backed a winner? He goes, no. Nah. The only winner I've got all night is Paddy Garshagan shouted us four beers. Well, <laughs> got to race 12 and he goes, Mitchie, I need a winner. I don't care. What it is, just give me a winner. I said, the three overshadow Jason Thompson. I said, it's mm-hmm. 2.50. He goes, oh, maybe a bit short. And I said, oh, look, I'll try and find you something else. Yeah, Went through yeah. the race three times over, and I honestly couldn't find anything to beat overshadowed, and it won. And this is yeah. what they say here. Perfect example. One of our texts mm. says, don't do the form, just follow the peacock, 100%. Um, so true, Jay Bon. Uh, I agree. I think that's about the compression and the, and the ability to be, as long as you're intelligent and you can find your way to use the information at your disposal. James in Bandura says, Monday, Grays at Olympic Park used to be great. Uh, JC in Sunny Mildura is kicking back and he says, hey, boys, great. Love, loving listening in from a Sunny Mildura. I bet it's beautiful up there today. Though I got shockingly burned at the Yu Yangs yesterday, so I probably don't need to be in the sun anytime. Soon again. And, boys, on the topic of tipping and the likes, how did you fellas get into the roles that you're in? Well, Peacock, you actually... I won a competition. You won a competition, to uh, a social media competition the Meadows held for Hume Cup night. And um, and I was there, fortunately, and Elizabeth Whelan, and we uh, we had a great, fun night. The harder, In a way, the hardest thing is actually knocking the door down. I got into it 10 or 11 years ago. I was doing a fair bit of punting, um, supplementing my income as a muso, on, uh, on harness racing, punting, and a job came up. I didn't get that job initially, but I was doing journalism for them, and then they got me to do a few form guides. Basically, in my opinion of life in your career is knocking the door down's hard, but you've just got to make sure you're ready when it's there. When, so when, when it happens, you just got to go. Yep. And Peacock, I didn't have, like you had that night, and then a few other gigs came up, and then all of a sudden, you know, people just knew you were good. And if you're good, you'll get more opportunities. And that's what happened for you. Yep. And the same thing happened for me. I worked hard, listened to some very smart people, got some, I don't like the term mentoring, but got some, you know, got some advice from people who have been around for a long time, got their support, and things will open up. But you've just got to, if you think you, if you, think you want to be in the racing industry or you want to be a tipster or you want to be a punter or whatever you want to be, just be ready when the opportunity strikes. Make well, sure you, everything's ready to go. So Meadows put out that competition, yep. and I had, I had my whole cricket group that own greyhounds put the message in there and say you have to apply for this yeah and i didn't really you know i'm not usually one that applies for all sorts of you know competitions and that so i did and I, you know i just snuck it in in the last 15 minutes the application i actually did the application after work and i got my my workmate to film it in the uh office at work the the, the race and yeah, right. race analysis did that sent it in was lucky enough to get it and then the first i had to go and meet um the crew at the Meadows, at I think it was about one uh, midday, and it was a day I had work, so I started work early and I finished work early. Flew over to the Meadows and um, yeah, had a chat over there, and then got into doing interviewing with you, Jay Bon, and did it that way. But yeah, I, I've I've been pretty lucky. I I used to work for the Dailies for I worked three weeks in a row there when 
Andrea and Tom went away on holidays and stayed with George, learned a lot about greyhound racing, spoke to a lot of people. Um, but I've been, you were, I've that, been around it for years. That's the thing. You were, you know, my memories of that night, you were ready to roll. You were already a lot of the things that I try and talk to people about in terms of being relatively ag- aggressive in a way in terms of... But you knew the people. You were like, oh, aggressive. I'm very aggressive. You wanted to... You knew who you wanted to talk to. You were happy to ask them because you had the relationships. Yep. And, you know, hopefully... I think you got a bit of confidence out of that at night as well and thought, actually, I can do this. Like, it's... Sometimes when you're looking at other people doing roles, you think, oh, gee, I don't know if I could do that. But you'll never, never know if you never, never go. Were you a pro punter, Bonners? I wasn't a... I wasn't a pro... Because I reckon to be call you to call yourself a pro, I reckon there's a certain amount of money you need to make. I was making probably half of what you'd need to be a pro. I was supplementing my income. I didn't have enough money to be having, you know, twelve bowler accounts back then. But I was doing, I was making enough money that I wasn't going hungry. Because I'll tell you what, music don't pay much. Right. Um, I want to do the. I want to find out how much peacocks learnt, Tomo. I want to do the peacock quiz. <laughs> Welcome to the Mitchell Bay. Grizzle's been a big improver of recent times. His performances in the last few weeks have been bravura. They've been Magnum Opus performances. This isn't the hardest I've ever heard of this quiz. I would be expecting something like four out of five, I'm hoping. But they are a little bit tricky. Here we go. Mitch's quiz. This is a little bit, bit tough, actually. Within 10K, how much has Kablenz now won following his Melbourne Cup triumph on Friday night? So you've got it 10K either way. That's not easy, actually. I think he had 211. Either 211 or 221 before he won it. So I'm going to say he has won 711,000. He's won 695,485. What did he get for the winning? He'd nearly pay that. Yeah, okay. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give a half point for that. It's not within 10K, what but it's very for, close. What did he get for winning? I don't know, but I, I took this off Greyhound Recorder, it's, and it's got, it's got that win recorded. It's done. It's, really? in, the, it's in the books. Because I looked it up. Do you want to look it up before I go to question two? I was explaining to my mate because, yeah, I'm sure he had. Um, what, how much Maybe did I say? Maybe they had to pay a flat fee for who picked him up for the Phoenix, I whoever it was. He had 211 prior to. Yeah. What did I say? What did I say? 711. Okay, so Fast Track says it's 711 235. And yet so I've got and yet I've got 695,000 off the Greyhound recorder. I think I'll be trusting mm. Fast Track because they're the ones that pay the money. Independent judge's decision, Poppy yeah. and I. Yeah. Tick, tick, bing. And one and a half points for the uh, for the harshness of the judge giving half a point and for reiterating the fact he was right. Wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to – I can't listen to shit anymore, so I'm, I'm bumbusting <laughs> in. So it's one point for you, mate. Um, question number two. Uh, what time did Gypsy Wyong record claiming the bold trees Friday night? Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. You know I like throwing in a time one every now and then. I'd, I, if I, I were you, I'd, I'd start checking the times of the big races on the weekends. It was in the 41.70s. Um, we, 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 will we see the Gypsy running in the Sale Cup? Be interesting. I'll have to see if he's in the... I'll tell you what, talk probably, a, probably suits it down to the ground. Talk about yeah. the, the Top Gun. Um, it was great for Gypsy Wine to win that race because everyone thought it half stole the Top Gun stayers. Yeah, I well, know. Well, it probably did, but but then to come out and do it at, like, win the that bowl trace. That cost me the quaddy on um, Friday night. I left it out. I don't I don't know, blame you, because you'd sort of look at it and go, well... Well, it had box six as well. 
it was beautifully driven or ridden, like it was. Ridden. It's got great it's sense. Got, it's got an invisible man. I will, I'll tell you what, the way it sliced through, I reckon, I reckon it, could, I could, it could have been a little. <laughs> I reckon that's exactly how a monkey would talk. I think I've nailed that. I don't know the answer to this, but I'm going to say it's 4175. I'm going to pass that, 4171. Oh, Jesus. I'm giving you two points because of the whole confusion. Yeah, no, because it got weird with question one. I'll give you two out of two for that. (laughs) Which sale Sunday's regular? One at the Meadows paying big odds last night. And it really got me upset because I, I was tipping a little bit with, on the greyhounds uh, while I was doing the trots. And I saw the name and I'm like, I know you. I've already got one off you a couple of times. It wasn't Massimo, was it? No, it paid about $30. It was at, in a late race. It's raced, it? raced a couple of times at sale recently. Was it, at least. La- it was in a late race? Yeah, later. Slightly later, yeah. Ooh. Not right at the end, I think. Three words. Yeah. First word beginning with. Two of the words start with nothing. the same letter. He gives away nothing, J-Bond. Boot no, rings and handshakes. That's mm. it. No, I can't remember the last time when I was on the J-Bond quiz the poppy was, uh, you know, f- <laughs> feeding me too much. What was the 1932? It was only kept, the flag was kept for one year in uh, Mauritania. J-Bond, I mean, I, I, I get nothing, so I'm, 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 I'm giving you, you a fair bit here. <laughs> Three words, two of the words start with the same letter. I, I didn't follow the, I was out at dinner last night, so I didn't really follow the racing too heavily last the night. DGD. Oh, do good Davlin. Do good Davlin. Do good, yeah. Not trying to pass that one, but uh, do no, good Davlin is correct. And, and I'll, it shit me because it paid 30 bucks or something. Really? Yeah, you wouldn't have it though. But it's been going really... Oh, I don't care. I know, but the emotional attachment should have done something. Um, how many to- how many r- races did the recently retired Tigalong Tonk win in his extraordinary career? Oh. It's been a wonderful career. Long career for an elite greyhound. You've seen plenty come and go of the Tigalong Tonk generation and he... Yeah. Tried to get through to the Melbourne Cup, didn't quite make it, and he's ended up with. We should know that, Mike Poppy, because we did that on our uh, woof woof. We did podcast, not podcast, podcast, yeah. And you actually still don't know. Yeah, no. you're right. We don't. That's how hard the quiz is. How many? Is it, um, is it in the 30s? No. I was going to say how many. What? How many starts did he end up having in his career? I don't know. Oh. And even if I looked it up on Greyhound Recorder, I'd probably be wrong because fast I can say something different. <laughs> <laughs> I love He's the Greyhound recorder. I'm a bit yeah. shitty with them for not, not having that. Maybe they're doing prize money, you know. Maybe that's um, rupees or something. I, 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 don't know. I don't know what's happened. Aston rupees. Uh, it's not in the 30s. No, it's in the 40s. It's in the 40s. Think J-Bon. Uh, How old is J-Bon? Yeah, but J-Bon's about... 49. Who knows? Yeah, no, I was... Six... I, I was originally going to say... Why don't you blokes genuinely get stuffed at sale? I'm sure you can find something else to do for the nah, next 10 minutes. I think it was 42. 42 is correct. <laughs> and I am at 42. And, and I look about 27. What did he have, 79? And I still go like a 22-year-old. 79 Sorry, starts? Uh, I already probably had more than that, didn't he? But 42 is correct anyway. I'll look it up here. Final. And you, sh- you should probably get this because of your Heelsville connection and also tipping a certain winner today. Mm-hmm. When and where will the National Straight Track Championship be staged? Oh, jeez. That was released the other day, wasn't it? Yep. You're going well here, three out of four. I feel like this is the one to... Th- I think you've, it's a pass mark anyway, and we've only got 90 seconds to sail. Do you want to have a think about that for a minute while we yeah, give we'll some tips out? I thought Aston Matrice could beat the favourite here. No. I've only got six and eight in the quaddy. I've got a couple here. I like the one and the three. Yeah, they're the other ones I left out. You're, you're a, every, I'm getting I'm getting a hammer on all directions here. The one and the three were the ones I left out of the quaddy. Yeah, but I'm going to take the one. Each, one each way, Dr. Macy. 
I'm going. It's been six pumped, mate. We need six or eight. It's been pumped. Yeah. It's in the five fifty now. I'm going Aston Matrice. I just think that it'll it can hang out there and then I think box eight and then uh, accelerate through and hopefully hopefully beat the favourite. But um, only time is going to tell. I will be dirty if the one of the three win, but uh, and it does worry me because you're on fire. You've had a night out already, Peacock. And who are you leaning with? The one. Yep, Doctor Macy. All right, let's have a, just a quick squeeze. We're not too far away uh, from. Remember race eight, so it won't be that long until we're playing the Sugar Babes again. I'm uh, box, and apparently, box you get, exactter. Yeah. One three eight. Okay. Oof. And just remember, this one's over five twenty. Yeah, I know. And last start. Even in defeat behind Mr. Neo, Aston Matrice has gone 29-51. Um, it's box eight record is doesn't look sensational on paper, but when it starts wide, it usually begins okay. So I'm heading its way, and I'll tell you what, it'll be another big kick for me. Even though I've only got two in this leg, it'd be much better to see the favourite get rolled. Although it has been a bit easy, hasn't it, in the spotlight? It has. It has to be for yours to be back so heavily. Yep. All right. We've got that one question hanging on. So Bob's gone with me this time after getting all of his money out of following uh, following Peacock in. Mitch, uh, Mitch, I've got to go to bed. Scotty, it's long. I know the answer. Mitch, uh, Scotty wants the next three winners to multi up. He wants to wake up with a all right his pocket nice and full. Well, take take Dundee Ember to place race eight number six. So race, race eight number number one. Race nine number one, the win, Blazing Norman, and. We'll run it into race 10, number one, Sugar Plum Fairy. Easily done. And the Sugar Babes will play pretty soon. Here race seven. Come on here. Where's the volume here, Tomo? Oh, Aston Matrice gets around. Dr. Macy flew there out on the inside, land about a length or so in front, going up quickly, was in the spotlight and round the outside Come Matrice. Aston Matrice. Aston Matrice hit the front, just Augusta going up quickly to be second. Then for the back game in Come the Matrice. spotlight, on the inside was Dr. Danica. Then for the field was Not she with well back Come Matrice. Macy and Medalia Mick off the back straight. And it's Aston Matrice, the leader. Dr. Danica's the threat. Then for the Come back on. was just Augusta. Come on, Matrice. On the home corner. Aston Matrice no. is still about no. a length in front down the outside. Dr. Danica. Fuck! Dr. Danica I said Aston the three. Buck, by the way. You play that again. I, said Fuck! I should claim that. One and the three, I yes. said. That yeah. was in my quaddy, mate. It was in, my, it was in mine originally, oh, too. no. Box exactor? Well, you, bo- you boxed exactor, yep. I got it. Wow. I actually nice. ha- I And that that there is a critical decision. One and three, I had to go in with the six and eight. Aston Matrice has got no that excuses. Five, that five has absolutely screwed me. Took the box trifecta. Uh, wow. Mate, I almost should get music for pushing that three. Give him some music. Come on. And give he me needs music. He deserves music. It was the summer of love. It was the summer you know, of love. You know it was why, the summer of heartbreak. You know why I'm calling for that? Yeah. It's because I'm going to show J-Bond my photo from earlier today. And I'd share it with anyone. J-Bond, look yes. at this. My photo of my tips. This was at 11.49 this morning. Race seven. One three. I can show you mine. It's got. It's got. This. This is the staggered quaddy situation yet again. Where uh, quaddy exact has paid fifty one forty. Holy jeez! That first four, just Augusta. That stings. Thirteen ninety six. Uh, let's get to a break and come back. And after we come back from the break, I reckon there could be some music playing pretty soon. Here on SEN Track on Sale Sundays. Live around Australia on SEN Track. 
You're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound track. Tomo, yeah, yeah. Th- so when you press the button, it's a, so you've got to push the button. He was playing push the button and yeah, he forgot he to push the button. button. So what have we got to do? I don't want him pushing my button. I don't, I don't <laughs> well, have that many buttons yeah, anyway. Yeah, he has a button. All right, let's keep going. Tomo, you said he has a button there. <laughs> <laughs> He's slurring. Tomo, you said he's got a button, yeah? Sweet. Um, so, it's name? Yeah. Mobile number? Email address? Uh, code word Sugar Babes or uh, Phoenix. Uh, Sugar Babes or, or both. Uh, but we did your name, mobile number, email address, code word Phoenix. If you want to throw in sugar babes as well, Tomo might be happy with that. But you got to go right now. Oh, They're starting to roll in now. Read that Hey Gents text. Hey Gents, I merged your quaddy numbers together like I do every Sunday. As such, I'm still alive in the South Quaddy. Can you tell me the estimates? Because I took Vic Tote but live in New South Wales. Shannon well, Bonnells Bay has actually got this 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 monster. He does it he all does, the time yeah. and he's had some big collects. Well, we, we always ride around the mark. And if, I, if I'd have gone Maxwell on that first leg... Mm. I'd still be alive. Oh. What was that? I said six hundred, yeah, uh, six thousand. Yes. You said yes, six hundred. The minimum's two two. Yep. The minimum is two two. So what, what's one now, through I six? Because that's what that's what Shannon will have. He's got all one, two, three, four, five, six. Obviously. I would love to know what percentage he's got. It wouldn't be massive, but. Now, Orca. Mm. Three six. Mm. Uh, two five for whatever I say. Yes. Uh, four five for stay strong. That's a big chance, by the way. Mm-hmm. Three two for Aston Shine. Yeah. Then two two for Invictus Rising. That's your favourite. And what's number six, Payne? Dundee M is five two ninety. Okay, so even if he's got ten percent of that, you know, and maybe you put a hundred dollars on, you're going to make a profit. There's no doubt about that. But. Um, Tell us, Shannon at Bottles Bay. Uh, hopefully you've got one through six here. Got your exact image. Great call. Cheers, Scotty W at, B- at uh, Bayswater in WA. 51 bucks, the exact. I should have paid it. 30%, Shannon from Bottles Bay. It took 30%. Oh, nice. Jeez, that's nice. So he's in for a minimum of, what is it, uh, 600 bucks. It's not bad. And I, I don't know what the expenditure would be, but he's, that's got to be a profit. That's got to be a really decent profit, no matter which way you look at it. He, he loves taking his quaddies, and that's why he wants to know about the quaddie pools, because he's... Uh, by the way, I've got You can really target quaddies as, as your number one I've got him. I reckon, he's, I reckon he's had a $100 investment if he's merging your numbers together and got 30%. That sounds about right. Is that about right, you reckon, J-Bon? Uh, we're getting deep into so the what, personal got, uh, life and punting of Shannon and Bottles Bay. Does that mean he would have gone one, three, four, six in the first leg? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to work in out the what he's got. In the second leg, two, four, gone, five, yep, eight. Two, four, so five, it's only eight. four by four. Yep. Sixteen. And then, and then he's five, gone five, five in the third yep. leg, and then five in the six yeah. in the last. Uh, Ninety-six. Five in the last. Four, five, four hundred and eighty. Four, four. Four hundred and eighty. It is for a hundred percent. Yeah, so he's put 150 on it. So he's put 150 okay. on it, yeah. Yep. And he's going to get a decent reward here, I'd say. Yep. All right. Um, Very decent reward. Now, i just got to go back just quickly and find the... Be reason. more like Shannon and Bonnell's Bay, listeners. Uh, don't listen to any one of us in particular with quaddies. Just m- merge them together somehow. And um, and that's the way to win, obviously. Now, quaddies, quaddies. Quaddie pools? Someone asked for that. Shannon asked from it earlier, didn't he? Yeah. you got a one-week example here, have you? From last Thursday no, and Saturday? Actually, I've got two. Two weeks. Not bad from you. Now. Is it Matty Field who's got whatever I say? Yeah, I'm, that's my tip in the race, so uh, good luck to Matty. One of our great listeners, a man from Geelong. Yes, sorry, go on. Now. Peacock. 
Let's start at the top of the week. Sorry, I'm just trying to get this. Uh... Top of the week for you. Now, sorry, I've, what I've done is Sandown Park, unfortunately, had uh, the, the cup heats and that, so the, obviously there was more money. Yep. So I'm just trying to go back a few weeks just to find some standard weeks. You want to come back at the end no, of it? Got it, got, oh, it, got, got it, got it, got it. And then we'll do the j right. quiz, I reckon, so, after this. Yeah, ready to go when you are. We're starting a Tuesday night. Monday night's putrid. Puch, mm-hmm. as the kids say. Yep. Warrigal, 12,000 yep. and 12,700. Right. The Meadows on a Wednesday Arvo, seven and a half and mm. then one, two. Really? Yep. Ballarat on a Wednesday night, 8,000. Mm. Geelong on a Friday night, 10,000 and 14,000. Okay. The Meadows on a Saturday night, 20,000 and 22,000. Mm. Sale, 12,000. Actually, let's see what tonight is. So we can uh, add to that list. So, hang on, hang on. Are you doing early quarters and, and standard quarters? No, these are two weeks. Oh, the two weeks. Okay, yeah. All right. I was going to say they seem amazingly close for early quarters and late quarters, but yeah. No, 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 right. no, no, no. Um, and then today at sale there was twelve uh, six, so pretty close again. So twelve thousand and twelve six in the quad pool. Hillsville two thousand and two five. Sandown Park on a Sunday, eight thousand. And 6,300. Gee, sale stands up okay, doesn't it? It does, very, very well. well. Jinx. <laughs> and Sandown Park on a Thursday night, 26 and 25. Okay, so Sandown Park on a Thursday night. We're talking quaddy pools. BJ just joined us. So, um, I still yeah. re- I still reckon, Poppy, that uh, whatever's going to happen with the major the major wagering service provider who gets the, the license going forward, mm-hmm. something's still got to be done. They sound okay. Hey, the four but something's got to be done to inspire this stuff the a little bit more. four here at Albion Park, go, go, Gidget. A little bit of Sally Field action. Go, go, Gidget. Yes, I am old. Only 42. We didn't learn that, but uh, anyway. Um, I reckon something's still got to be done to... Well, they've been in, trying to inspire the tote. I think you've nearly got to give up on the tote because I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't think we're going to ever bring the machine back to what it was because everyone just loves fixed odds. But I reckon you've got to, you've got to do something to inspire those quaddy pulls and get them higher. Uh, yep. Personally, as Poppy explains exactly what's going down here to a lovely patriot, potentially a trainer out there at sale. It sounds like it's a, it's a, it's a happy conversation. Second sweep contenders. Yep. Box one, Orca. Ant has got Orca. Ant's been in, involved in a few of these. Whatever I say, Matty Field has got whatever I say. <laughs> Stay strong, Andrew. Aston Shine for Richard. Hopefully Richard from Cremorne. He's uh, been involved in these before and a great listener of ours as well. Peter, again, from Moota Bay, I'd say. They're good-looking, sharp rooster. At least that's what he calls me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, respond in turn. He's got the favourite Invictus Rising. Dundee Ember for Tony. Petchy's girl, Shannon. Bottles Bay, I'd say. So this is, isn't this great for Shannon? I reckon he's got one through six in the last leg of the quaddy, and he's got seven in the sweep. And Erwin Bale for Reagan. Get up the rail, Gidget! Oh, that is Not sickening. quite for Gidget. How was that conversation going there, Bobby? Yeah, you know what? You know the... Way to attract people to have a chat with you? Yeah. Put on the headsets. Headphones. Headsets. Put on, on the headsets on. If you put the cans on, everyone will come and have a conversation with us. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. If you put the cans on, right? That, that's yeah. that's uh, that's something to think about going forward. But it is true. <laughs> it, it is true, isn't it? They just draw. It's like a. It's like a moth to the flame. It it's is. quite see, incredible that they see you with speaking into the microphone. You got a headset on. Yep. And, and you, you point to the headphone and say that we're on air and they continue talking to you and then you take your headset off and they go, 
What are you doing? What's that? Do you know who, I, who was that person you were talking to? Uh, I'm sure one of our... Well, she hadn't been here for a little while. No, no, no. She hasn't been here. Nice little uh, young girl sort of yeah. um, wondered where we were going to and who we were talking to and putting a nice little town like Sale in the whole map of Australia, she said, yeah. which is a good thing. Beautiful. Well, make, make sure she, she comes along on December 26th well, she for Cup she, Day. She, well, that's, that was one we of the were. questions. She said, when are the boys coming down? I'd love to meet them. What's, what's the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to get down there. I'll, t- I'll tell you <laughs> what's what. The, what's, the capa- what's the capacity? What are the numbers we're looking at, uh, Poppy? Uh, on on cup yep, day, yep. I think we're probably sitting around three and a half thousand. Yeah. Wow. Is that there? Yep. Yeah. That, that is whether, massive. Whether is that, we actually get good? whether we actually get those numbers, but that's what yeah, we're that's, uh, that's, that's what, what we're aiming I actually, for. So I rang my old man during one of the ad breaks before, yeah, and yeah. Um, he said, "When are you guys going down to sale?" I said, uh, "Boxing Day," because obviously we're going yeah. away for Christmas uh, to my cousin's place up in Wandong. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. said, you said obviously like like did you send a memo around that everyone knows you got you going to one dog over here? Most people go away. Oh boy! So going away on Christmas Day and then obviously coming back in the morning, picking up Jaybon and then scooting off to sale. Yes, uh, and he goes. So Jaybon's not driving up here. No, he doesn't have a license, walk, isn't it? No. <laughs> yeah, geez. Two hundred. Start now. Yeah, start I'm going to go home and have a quick nap and then I'll head off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gee, you're a lousy bloke. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that. Uh, yeah. Uh, the old man said, "Oh, what day is it? I might, I might pop down." Uh, well, if, if, Twenty-six. If, if, Twenty-six. Yeah. If the old goes, man pops oh, in, we'll look after him. He yeah, said he's got, he's got to work in Hillsville on Sunday, December twenty-six. Oh, does he? Yeah. What time? They'll be day mate, won't they? They'll be day mate. Plenty of time to get you. We've got to go to a break, guys. We'll come back with the J quiz. But I I do sometimes wonder, I think about this myself, why people are so attracted and revere people who are on TV, on radio, or on any any media institution. But it does remind me of a... I think it might even be a Jerry Seinfeld stand-up joke. The number one fear for humans in the world is public speaking. Number two is Mm. death. So people fear so public people, speaking so more than death. death. I don't know why people fear death. Like, just enjoy every day. Oh, but even exactly. like, even that's that's 100% true, but I'm still thinking death should be slightly above public speaking. But that's why, because it's um, it's seen as some, uh, some great act that is difficult to do. But I tell you what, when you can talk as much shit as we do, it's not hard at all. Let's go for a break. Come back. Javon, quiz coming up. Live around Australia on SEN Track. You're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound track. That is, are you right there, Bobby? Sorry, guys. I was just going to welcome us back, and then talk, unfortunately, I, I thought I was, heard, heard you dying. Like, I'm like, Sorry, welcome, welcome back to Sale Sundays. It's the bereavement episode here for uh, <laughs> for old Popolenko. No, he's all good no, to go. I don't think I'll get through this. <laughs> smoking, smoking up shit the front, Garibald. I don't think I'll get through this guy smoking. I'm just going to win. He's like, oh no, boys, turn it off. Yep, Jimmy Jake's there at, so uh, at Globe Derby. I was doing that walking down the street the other day. Instead of the missus, my voice, no, after a big night out, I've, I've got the Jimmy J's. He's smoking up. He's, he's in front. He's not going to get there. I can't get through this. All right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's do the J-Bond quiz, please, uh, well, well, should we start this? Because we've got only a couple of Oh, no. Of now we'll go, go to sale. We'll go to sale. This is an important race, the Sale Cup prelude. Maybe yes. after this we'll do the J-Bond quiz. And I wouldn't mind getting your thoughts. Remember, you've got $50 each to pick out a We're uh, 1900 in the hole now, winner. so yeah. All right, so yeah, that's okay. We'll work that out. Yeah. Hey, but uh, <laughs> I'm saying good. Yeah. Now the the trainer of the one dog said to me before, just back me each way in this race, which is interesting. Very good lead walker, won't it? Uh, but the 600. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, but anyway, so some Can't of these dogs it. having a bit of a peak. I see Campbell Rawilla here with the ten dog. Cambo. He's a. Uh, yeah. He's be been. Jeez, he's been graded unfairly. Yeah. Is that, that's uh, that's as. 
stiff as you'll ever get. His dog was in a tier three at Ballarat yes. the other day. And he gets put in up against Invictus Rising, whatever I say. Yeah. Like, come on. I'm going with whatever I say here. But I, Invictus Rising is the best dog in the world. But we, I discussed him with you guys in the Lid Fly a couple of weeks back. He defeated Tigalong Tonk in a, in a match race. That's how good wow. he is, yeah. uh, Invictus Rising. But he's, he's as a race dog... He um he hasn't he doesn't win as often as he should for his ability. So I'm going no, whatever I say. I'm backing two dogs in this race. Number three stays strong and number six Dundee Ember. I'm going to be backing Dundee Ember, probably a little heavily a little heavier than Stay Strong. And I've got a boxed trifecta. Two, three, four, six. I tried to back whatever I say at four dollars. It had no internet. Now it's into three fifty. Yeah, two, three, four, oh, six. Box try. You got that. Yep, two, three, four, six, box yep. try for and you. box first four, two, three, four, five, six. Box first four what? Same ones. Add five in. Yep. So two, three, four, six, box try, two, three, four, five, six. So leaving Orca out there, but back me each way from the trainer and on with whatever I say, who's been supported now into clear second favouritism at 350 favourites, still Invictus rising for Gary Selkirk. They're about to go. This is the prelude of the Sale Cup. Sale Cup, of course... On December 26th, we'll be down there, the Peacock and I. And uh, that young patron who asked about Don't whether the I should come, you should be there. You've got to be there. Everyone's got to be there. Don't forget the sweep contestants no, here. Matty Field, Andrew, Richard, Peter, Tony, Shannon. Do you want to share this one? I'll start it. Yep. And then you pick up. You know the cont- you know the name? Yep. Here we go. So I'll cut pro- so probably Tomo you. can get that uh, volume off a sec. That's it. Race out of sale. They're about to go. I'll only do the first 150, 200 metres and hand over to Peacock here. And Matty Field, they're away. And it's beginning well now. Well, it's going to be Matty Field. He's in front, but wide around. It's going to be Peter. Peter's joining in behind them. With them was Richard. Take over, Peacock. Uh Going out the first turn, it would have been Peter skipping three or four clear over Andrew, making a little bit of ground now. No, sorry, that was Andrew making ground. Matty Fields back in fourth. Fifth back on the rail was Ant. Three, four lengths back to Reagan. Shannon and Tony are out of play, but out in front. It's Peter. Peter's about three in front, turning for home. Will he get the stitch? Not making any ground was Richard. Making the ground now was Andrew. Andrew coming after Peter. Peter's going to win. Peter's going to beat Andrew. Third would have been Matty. Well done, Peter at Moonda Bay. It's got to be Peter at Moonda Bay. Does it give us a thumb? Yes, that's him. Well done, big boy. You've done it. Invictus Rising, when it went to the front, the 600 was going to be a little question mark as well, but I tell you what, he's a very, very, very good dog. Very good animal. When he's right and uh, and when he's when he's in the mood and when he jumped Stay in front. End nice of run. the story. Actually, whatever I say, it was a great run too. Got a couple of checks. Finished off uh, very, very well. So who, who Invictus Rising fourth? wins. Who ran fourth? So you got the trifecta. I don't know if it'll pay no, that great, didn't you? I got the fir- I, I, five, I, three, two, and four. Yes, got the first four. Got the first four. Won't oh, pay because much. you had five in for the first four, but it, who knows? First fours can pay a little bit more than you think. Yeah. Um, Stay strong was actually a seventeen dollars chance, and it's run second. Yep. So who knows? All right, let's go. Uh, it's a J Bond quiz time. It is indeed. Jason Bonington considers himself a champion quiz master. From his appearance on Temptation, it is time for the J-Bond quiz with your quiz master, Rob Popplestone. Yes, indeed, you do. Hey, for those who are interested in Victus Rising, who won so impressively in the Sale Cup prelude on Sportsbet right now, you can get $15 in Victus for the Sale Cup. If you like what you saw, if you like what you saw, 
So, uh, boys, keep that in mind. You've got 50 apiece, and we'll go through the pre-post market or the the, uh, the current market for the Sale Cup. Uh, quiz time, though, right now. Here we go. First four paid 345 That's not bad at all. Nice. Well done, Richie. You've done well. That uh, probably deserves some music in a moment, as will the answers to this quiz. Now, this is a tough one, and really everyone should know this one. What is the diameter of our Earth? Oh, that we was all... on. This is on Poppy's Facebook. Is it actually? He shared this. Uh, it, it was quite. Did you like those pictures, Mitch? Yeah, I liked it. It, it. it shows you how insignificant we are. In yeah, the, it does. In the solar system, doesn't it? Correct. I've heard. I've, is, I've heard this yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I it's, mean, we all live on Earth, but not many of us would know actually what size it's, Earth is, which it's, is strange. It's, the diameter is not actually as big as you think, is it? Well, yeah, it depends what you compare it to. Like, but it's not. No, you, you're right. I I'm not going to get the exact number, but I've got in my head something that it was around 12,000 kilometres. Beautiful, 12,742 kilometres. 12,742 kilometres is the diameter of our Earth. In which city do the cartoon family The Simpsons live? Springfield. Now, very good. Two out of two. He's good, isn't he? They now, called him is... Springfield because there's so many Springfields in America that it was, it was in every town. But anyway, yes. Question number three. Name Prince William's children. I don't, I'm not much into this sort of... Uh, how many has he got for a start? Three. Three. Well, that makes it harder. I'm, I'm pretty sure George is one of them. Yes, Prince George of Cambridge. Uh, can you give me the... Um, can you give me the... First letter. C. The genders. Oh, Charlotte. Uh, uh, yes, Princess, Princess Charlotte of Cambridge and Prince L of Cambridge. Starts with L. Uh, Louis. Louis. Yeah, very good. Oh, jeez. Basically, good. you just have to sort of hit, hit in the zone. There's plenty of Lewis's yeah. around, isn't there? So, yeah. yep, I, I, that's, I'm happy with that because I, I, okay. I don't really love the – well, I don't I don't hate him, but I'm not a royalist. But, no. yeah, we go. What is the full name? What is the full name of the last boy to visit the chocolate factory of Mr. Willy Wonka? The full name. The last boy? Yes. Well, it's obviously, you know. Are you talking about – is it only two names? Yeah, it's only two names. Is it AG? No, no, it's not Augustus Gloop. No, I was thinking no. Augustus Gloop. Oh, we're no, actually well, talking about Charlie well, himself, are we? Yes, we are. Oh, what give, was Charlie's surname? Give me this. Give me the first letter. B. And you, I think you said it before. Did I? You, you said the word before, and you repeated to the listeners what you said. Charlie so Bark. Nearly Charlie Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to get this last one now. All right, yeah, now Bucket. This, this, everyone remembers where <laughs> they were on this particular day, I think. And I'd like to know where you were on this day. On what date did Princess Diana tragically die? Um, it was August. Yes. The gloop. Uh, no, it was definitely August, and it was 1997. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah, I've just got to remember the exact day. It was August 31, I reckon, wasn't it? Right, very good. Well done. Yep. And I was in bed and... Uh, and say no more. I think my mum came... Yeah. No, I think my mum came in. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was talking about... Too much information. Too much. Uh, and and, she, and yeah. she said, Diana's been in an accident. And then I came out. And do you know who told me that Diana had passed away? I was, was watching that? the race coverage on Channel 31 and George Janikian was setting it up. George Janikian oh, told me that it, it was um, it was not going to end well for, um, no. for her or Dodie or... Um, there's one other, wasn't there? There was, I think, there were three. The the, the, uh, 
the pissed French bloke who was driving, I don't think, uh, came out of it too flash either. But no. I was, it, funnily enough, weirdly, and this is what I spoke about a little bit before, that actually weirdly half knocked me around. I and you, know, you, you just look back and you go to yourself, some celebrity that you've never met, it wasn't really a big deal. But you know what? I've never since that day seen coverage in newspapers or on TV. TV's a bit of a different world now, but on, in, in newspapers like that ever again, Poppy. No, that's right. It was right. like was three a, weeks, yeah. the first 25 pages of the Herald Sun yep. was Diana stuff. It was. Amazing. It was. Hey, I've got a quick quiz for uh, Mitchie. This Where we go? Quiz. The, actually, the actually, seven. Go on, the seven. The seven at Cannington. Okay, seven, seven at Cannington. at Cannington. Let's go. Okay, we've got a few minutes. Both of you guys can jump in this. Yep. It's a bit of a fun quiz. What are the two things you can never eat for breakfast? What are the two things you can never eat for breakfast? <laughs> this is a riddle or a joke of some kind. Yes, it is, yeah. The two things you can never eat for breakfast. Lunch and dinner. Perfect. Oh, well done. What is always coming but never arrives? <laughs> it's not what you think. I didn't hear the end of the question because Jay what, what is well. What is always coming but never arrives? I've actually heard this riddle before. Um, have you heard this one? Yep. What is it? Uh, always well, coming but out. never arrives. Tomorrow? Right. Well done. Very yeah. good. What gets wetter the more it dries? <laughs> this is just incredible, this quiz. What gets, what gets wetter the more it dries? What gets wetter the more it dries? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think. It's dirty, a towel. man. A towel. a towel. Yeah. Okay. What could be broken but never held? Ooh. A record. A promise. Yeah. What word is spelled incorrectly in every single dictionary? Incorrectly. Yes, very good. Well done. That's a good <laughs> not start, bad, boys. Not bad. Well, yeah, it's a good start. Just get your thinking in a different direction, boys. You've done well. No, well got done. me thinking in a different direction. There's no doubt about that. Um, hey, I listen, think that's pretty the, clear. Uh, hey, do you want to give us a uh, tip for the sale cup? Give us give us a mark. Oh, can we oh, get oh, the market oh, up? Is it only, yeah. is, has only Sportsbet got one at the moment? No, nah, tab does have that, you want to have a? You guys have a quick peek at your end, and uh, if you like, and I'll uh, put $50 each, or the club will put $50 each. The favourite is Mapunga Ruby at $6. Five star at seven dollars. Kalinda Paddy, I think it won at Sandown the other night, didn't it? Was yep. that Kalinda Paddy? Eight dollars. Uh, no, that was True Kalinda. True Kalinda, it was too. Miss Esme at nine dollars. Zipping Rambo at nine dollars. No, Fernando Kaz. No. Rambo won't be running. He broke down. Okay, Fernando Kaz. I, I saw uh, while she's fast was in the market yesterday. Equal favourite, but she's not in the market today. Gypsy Wyong, fourteen dollars. Hank the Hustler, fourteen dollars. Invictus Rising, fifteen dollars. Probably safe bet, isn't it? Lakeview, uh, Wal- Lakeview Walter, $18. Invictus Rising's not even in the um, tab market. Is that right? Yep. And what would you say Gypsy Wyong was? Gypsy Wyong was $14. Nah, $8 here. Wow. Okay. So $14 in sports bet. Given the Moody's in at the moment, I'm going to have I'm, I'm gonna have my fi- – if we think he's going to go, yep. I'll, I'm going to have my 50 on Nick's bail. So on really? who, who was that? She, $50 on – Nick's she, bail. $50 – Okay, Nick's Bale is $21. That's good enough for me. $21, Nick's Bale. Nick's Bale, right. It's on. Uh, uh, Mitchie was just saying that Gypsy Wyong is $8 with tab and $14 on Sportsbet. I think we'll go Sportsbet. Yep. What are you thinking, uh, Mitchie? Well, you, you, you some want... of these, 
I want to try and get the, the prices up on or the full list. Yeah. What about high explosive for you? Yeah, I'm a massive fan of high well, explosive. You're getting $12 in the tab for I high know, explosive. But I'm just trying to look at the if there's more names in uh, the sports bet. Holy explosive. I'm looking through sports bet at the moment. I'm going down a fair way. Can't uh, even see it there. No, it's not even in the market. No. Jeez, this is a great opportunity. Yeah. When you've got a couple of markets up and people have, I'm not having to go to either WSP, no. but I'm not sure they've got a wonderful idea of who's going to be there and all the rest of it. So yeah. you could probably play the Based, markets off against each other well, pretty comfortably. Line, line of quality is 18 on Sportsbet and 12 on Tab. Amiga Tyson's not even in the market on Tab. No. Spring Lilac, uh, Mr. Speaker, Rickett and, or Rickett and Rick. He's in the market. Rickett and Rick, $41 there on Sportsbet. Mm. Oh, that appeals, doesn't it? It does, it does, but the, it's, uh, it's a hard trip to sell 650 What do you reckon? I'd want a leader. Kenny the Brute's at $12 oh, on. No, I just want a leader. Well, Nick Bales is a, good, no, is a leader. Me, no, give me Invictus Rising. Invictus Rising Invictus one tonight. Right. Now, currently 15 to 1. What's yeah. it, what is it on TAB? Not on it. Not even on the betting. So Invictus Rising 15 to 1 at the moment. Right, give him a quick even, call. We might ask Tab for a price on that tomorrow. Yeah. Others are on request. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We'll request that one. What do you think, uh, Javon? With regard to what? I'm a massive futures well, fan. What are you going for? Nick's Bale is who I'm, I'm no, going for. Nick's Bale. Yep. Okay. Yep, and what, what am I getting on the sports bet? About 21? Uh... uh Yeah, $21, Nick's bail. Mine's a lot better than the 12 on tab, so so that's good. I'm happy with that. Just about clears your account. (laughs) So are we going to be doing, like, is this our one crack at this? Yeah. Well, well, can we have another? Yeah, it's pretty good. I've got a funny feeling next week that we might have a slightly better uh, knowledge of what's going on. And and these markets are unlikely to update brilliantly well, so I reckon we'll get another opportunity for one next week. Lazy Norman in the next sale. Yeah, I agree with that. Um... Richard Cremorne, thanks for the show. John Bentley East, uh, Peter, now Invictus Rising, is simply Peter to him yeah, after Peter got it. through. Yes. Uh, Peter's a step away from eating Kaplenza's poop. It's been a great night again. It always is on Sale Sundays. Hopefully everyone's enjoyed. Well done, Poppy. Well done, Petey. Good on you, boys. Thank thanks, you. boys. Have a good week. Well done, Peacock. Thanks, mate. Tommy, you you've been good. You're coming to sale. Michael, not so much. Au revoir. <laughs> when making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.